Looking for some amazing TV to stream? Indulge yourself with the hits on Hulu you can't miss. Dive in with Barney, Ted, Robin, and the gang on How I Met Your Mother. All nine seasons are now streaming on Hulu. Then you can move to Modern Family, Schitt's Creek, and My Wife and Kids. We're talking every episode and every season of these shows. We're talking huge hits, streaming on Hulu whenever you're in the mood. Now we're talking. Three great words. Free, fries, Friday. Especially when they're used in that exact order. Get a free medium fries with $1 minimum purchase. Valid one time on Fridays at participating McDonald's through 123124. Excludes tax, must update rewards. Eat me, Sebastian. It's okay for guys like you and Court to fuck everyone. But when I do it, I get dumped for innocent little twits like Cecilio. I know this, and I don't even have to Google it. Are you sure? I don't know the words, but I know the movie. God forbid I exude confidence and enjoy sex. You think I relish the fact that I have to act like Mary Sunshine 24-7 to be considered a lady? Yes. I'm the Marsha fucking Brady of the Upper East Side, and sometimes I want to kill myself. Yes. So there's your psychoanalysis, Dr. Freud. Now tell me, are you in or are you out? I love it. And that's the part where you unscrew your your cross coke handler and That was the end. Yes. <laughs> I told you I knew what it was. Okay. I didn't see that movie till it's like seven or eight years ago, but still. What? Yeah, I didn't watch it when it first came out because I said, um, rich white kids, who cares? I absolutely watched it when I had no business watching it. Mm -hmm. Fantastic movie. It's pretty good. Did you Um, see the sequel? (laughs) Anybody watch that? (laughs) Okay. (laughs) There were like two sequels and they were both uninterested. You know what? I did watch, I did watch a show that came on the CW that was a lot like it. Okay. Very and if clearly. I thought about it, I could probably figure out what it I'm was. I'm sure you could, <laughs> but both great. I'm just happy that I know it without cheating this well, week. Well, great. Amen. Give God all the glory. Because I was honestly going to say, if you don't know this, and clearly you just have never watched a movie Just before. no movies ever. None. You're right. Well, folks, welcome to The Read. I am Laverne Cox. And I am Angela Bassett. And this is the read. Hallelujah. So, uh, I'm just going to skedaddle into the black excellence for this week for three reasons. First of all, the person of the black excellence is awesome. Secondly, the person of the black excellence is very relevant to today and why we need to hurry the fuck up. And three, (laughs) it has something to do with some shit you were involved in. So, Tracy Ellis Ross. Yes! is the first black woman in 30 years to be nominated for lead actress in a comedy series. Mm-hmm. In case you just need a little bit of help on, you know, how far back we're going. 30. The last black woman to Ooh. be nominated for this category was Felicia Rashad. In the Cosby Show Lord God. in 1986. Jesus. That doesn't sound like 30 years ago. It doesn't, doesn't <laughs> but it? But it was. <laughs> Just one year shy of me. 
Mm. Um, you know, but that's when that happened. And I think that it's insane. It's just um, unreal. Like 30 years, girl. Damn, Gina. I mean, <laughs> Martin never made it to the Emmys, did he? No, I don't think so. so, Just uh, one of the tragic oversights of the Emmy committee. Absolutely. Like, truly, honestly. Yes, honestly. Because Because at its prime, Martin was definitely it. It definitely was. We won't talk about that last Daily season. Daily syndicate. We don't have to talk about the last season, okay? Because there were four seasons prior to back up what the fuck I'm talking about. And that's all that black ass matters. Martin fans never want to discuss that last season. It doesn't man. matter. <laughs> like it doesn't exist. It doesn't matter. And it's actually, if you want to be real about it, it's actually approximately 80% <laughs> of the last season. Because some of that shit was still funny. Okay. <laughs> it's fine. Anyway. Tracy Ellis Ross, though. So, you know, big congrats to her. She's nominated for her role as Rainbow in Blackish, uh, which, you know, harkens right on back to what I was talking to you about today. It was Blackish season three premieres tonight. So we don't have time for you Mm-mm. niggas tonight. I'm no. sorry. <laughs> we you won't know, be in here all day. I know for whatever reason you guys get your kicks on Route 66 over these motherfucking <laughs> three hour long ass episodes. <laughs> but we're not doing it tonight. Nope. So, not missing the season premiere. So sorry, you guys. Congrats on that nomination. Although, who won it? Julia Louis Dreyfus for the fifth year in a row. I mean, and Veep is a great show. So, yes. But that's. I don't. So you were at the Emmys. I was at the Emmys. <laughs> Oh, um, that moment was hard for me because I really felt like Tracy Ellis Ross deserved that Emmy. I really, truly, in my heart of hearts, even as a fan of Veep, really felt like she deserved that Emmy. So Tracy Ellis Ross has paid her motherfucking dues. Man. Tracy Ellis Ross has been humble. Tracy Ellis Ross has hosted your motherfucking BET Awards and whatever the fuck else you asked her to. Tracy Ellis, Tracy Ellis Ross is Diana Ross's motherfucking daughter. Mm-hmm. Tracy Ellis Ross is hilarious and can act. And can act. And the character on that show is not only incredibly smart, and she has an amazing job and she's a great mom, but she yeah. also has those moments where she's absolutely nuts. Right. Like, it's a versatile <laughs> character yes, and it's does. hilarious. And that's cute that y'all, you know, oh. great. You I know. mean, you're not saying, I mean, I'm happy for Julia. I didn't even know the amount of times that she won until you just said that right now. But I know that, I think maybe my manager was the one who told me about this because I knew that I heard that she hadn't won it. And somebody told me, oh, Julia won it for, for Veep. And I said, again? Like, I was just, yeah. I was pretty sure she's won that award a few times. Mm-hmm. A five. Few times, few, yes, five. Consecutive. Consecutive, yes. So, you know, once so the you Emmys pick a favorite, they, they have their favorites. So. That's cute. Mm-hmm. So you you met Marseille. You guys took photographs. Which was all I wanted, really. We was It was towards the end of the night, and I was like, I literally just want to meet Marseille Martin. And then her mama, like, I was thinking it. And then 30 seconds later, I guess her mama heard me talking and turned around in the parking lot. And I was like, <gasps> and then I saw Marseille, like, up further ahead of her. And so, you know. We talked for a few seconds. She's a very sweet little girl. She's, She's like, awesome. I love you so much. I'm like, how do you even know who I am? Yeah. <laughs> I was 
so confused, but she's doing, um, her parents told me she's doing a new project for Amazon, I Absolutely. think called American Girl, yes, starting next is. month. And I was Black just, ass right. I told her I was so proud of her and that she is simply I just phenomenal as can't Diane. wait to see what she blossoms She's about into. to fuck it up. You know what I'm saying? She really she's is. already get like she's been here before. So she, I just yes, she stand. truly has. Anyway, she so, was really sweet and looked adorable and it was just so fun to talk to her. You looked like uh you had been to the Emmys a few times. Did I? Thank you, friend. Yeah, you looked like you had absolutely like it was like, yes, this is the gown I picked this year and <laughs> you girls are welcome. <laughs> Who else did you meet? Nobody, because it was not like the VMAs. It was not Where like... Where niggas were walking around with red cups. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, hey, girl. <laughs> My booking info. This was a black tie event, and it was overwhelmingly white. And we got there, like, five minutes before the doors closed, and we barely had time to take pictures. And it was just, like, a very rushed, formal event. So it wasn't a lot of running around. And all that, you know, I had to chill the fuck out at the Emmys. At the after party, you know, it was a little bit more turned up. But still, at that point, I was just tired as hell. I was ready to drink up all day liquor and go home. Hey, y'all, this podcast is brought to you by Squarespace. Finding a work-life balance can be tough, okay? If anybody knows, I know. But Squarespace gives you the tools to reach your goals and have time to celebrate. If you don't know, Squarespace is the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. You can use Squarespace to create a website, engage with your audience, and sell anything from products to your time, all in one place. With the new guided design Squarespace Blueprint, you can select from curated layout and styling options to create a personalized website that's optimized for every device and make checkout easy for customers with easy-to-use payment tools. You can accept credit cards, PayPal, Apple Pay, and in certain countries, you can give customers the chance to buy now and pay later with Afterpay and Clearpay. And with Squarespace AI, you can explain what your site is about, choose your tone, enter what you need, and get auto-generated text. Y'all know I love Squarespace. I used it to put our website together. This is 3.com. I've also used it on my personal website, crystal.com. And that is because, first of all, it's very easy to use if you ever need to update it. It's simple to log in, make whatever updates you can make or whatever you need to do without knowing any code or anything like that. And it helps me to just stay organized, do everything I need to do. Because you got to have a web presence, okay? It's 2024. You got to have a web pre- web presence. So head on over to squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com slash three to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Let them know if you're in Crystal sent you. All right, let's get back to the show. Hey, y'all, listen, we all know that life is full of the yada, yada, yada. You know, sometimes you sign up for a contract one place and then in order to get out of it, you got to send a million letters and go up there in person. And it's just a bunch of blah, blah, blah. Like this could have been easier. Okay, we've all dealt with the yada, yada before when companies have those sneaky gotchas hiding deep in fine print or, you know, even bills that just seem to keep going up every month for no dang reason. Or when budget airlines promise a cheap fare, but then they charge you for every little thing until... You might as well have just booked your ticket somewhere else. But it is possible to outsmart the yada yada, like triple checking airline deals and making sure everything you need is already included. So remember, you don't have to take the yada yada in life and you don't have to take it from your wireless provider. Metro by T-Mobile has no contracts, no credit checks, no surprises and not a yada yada. So stop by one of the over 6,000 Metro stores nationwide to sign up today. Well, um... But it was fun. That's great. You know, uh, 
if we're just going to slide around in the shade in full again because we're not wasting any time. Uh, Brad and Angelina, I'm sure, weren't there. Oh, that's not even, they don't do they television. They don't do TV, but okay. if they did. So, Brangelina is over, and white America is just under the ground. They're just beside themselves. Mm-mm. This is exactly the distraction white Americans needed. This is what they were looking for. Yeah. They needed just... something to take their minds off these petty police killings and black people asking for rights and shit like that. So, Oh, no. My oppression is the fact that <laughs> Angelina, who stole somebody's man. Like, anyway. Yeah, I mean... Brad Did you see Angel- the cover of the New York Post? Yes, and I said, you know, the Post stays being messy. I don't care. That shit was funny. All the time. Right. You're right. Like, that was, it was messy as hell. Sometimes it's funny and sometimes it's like wildly inappropriate. I just feel like Jennifer Anderson is probably like, how y'all just gonna bring me back into this? Because like, it's funny. <laughs> but damn, that was my husband, what, 15 years ago? Like, all right, y'all. I'm sure that she saw that shit this morning and like had half a chuckle and went right back to her Pinot Grigio. Because don't she have a man and ain't she pregnant? I'm sure she's, she's like I think she's married now. completely fine right. in her romantic life. You know, this was yeah. forever. Wasn't Friends still on? Hell no! Friends wasn't still on! My God! Hold on. <laughs> Absolutely the fuck not when she Mr. married Brad Pitt. Mr. and Mrs. Smith was when? Mr. and Mrs. Smith Come was on. 2005. All right. And when did Friends end? Friends ended what? I want to say like 2000. I want to say 97 or 98. No, girl. It had to have been the 2000s. I remember Friends ending. I didn't even watch it. 2004, Miss Girl. There is no way they got married. Brad Pitt and what's her face? I'm talking about when she she got left. When Jennifer. Oh, I thought you meant Jennifer and Brad got married when Friends was on. Because you don't remember Jennifer. No, Angelina and Brad shot Mr. and Mrs. Smith right, together, and, and that's when they started then. fucking. And you could tell when you watched the movie, like, oh, yeah. And the movie came out in 2005. Friends was over 2004. So if you want to think about production, pre-production, <laughs> and all of that stuff. Mm, Friends ended in 2004? That what I'm saying is right. that I was right. Okay. And so that's what matters. Uh, um, either way, uh, oh, well. Like, I just don't <laughs> give a fuck. Yeah. Um... I'm hoping that once, you know, Angelina uh, lets the the ink dry or whatever, that we can get back to uh, real problems in America, like black lives, including the black lives of their children. Mm, At least one. Zahira, right? I think they have a daughter named Zahira. It's a Z. Zahira. Not Zahira. Zahara Jolie Pitt. They yeah. got brown kids. I've That's heard, all I'm saying. <laughs> I heard that they broke up because of parenting differences. And then I also heard that Brad Pitt was fucking around with whoever he is starring with in whatever movie he's about to be in. So I heard Brad Pitt bought three bald eagles for some other bitch. I don't care. Not, like I didn't even put any real effort into trying to figure out what the fuck happened because who cares? And motherfuckers were really like... A bunch of 30-something white women. They care. Like, how is my... I have no hope for love. <laughs> love I hope is, these niggas was not what was stoking your hope in love. Love is not real. I'm not gonna lie. Like, a couple of times when they said that Will and Jada were on the rocks, I was just like, well, I'm not never gonna have no nigga. <laughs> like, I was just like, but love isn't real. 
Well, I mean, it is, but you can't let rich, famous people, the beautiful people, change the way you feel about shit like that, you know? Because Beyonce gave us lemonade and she said, all you got to do is try. Right. All you got to do is check these niggas <laughs> and give it an effort. But I'm sorry to hear that, you know, two people divorced, and that's too bad. Oh, well. Yeah. Um, Is that our white news? It it was a lot for me to... about as white as it's going to I struggled through that. Yeah, that was difficult for me. I mean, I like Angeline. I've always thought Angelina Jolie was beautiful and talented. And actually, same thing for Brad Pitt. Yeah, I think that both of them are quite lovely. I don't care about their romantic relationship. I never really have. I think that when it started, it was scandalous and fun for that. And it was really, you know, awesome that these two fine-ass motherfuckers decided that they were going to be together. Because what they were was fine as hell. Together, separate. Just fine. Just, it's something, I mean, you just cannot deny it. Them people have a nice bone structure. It is what it is. So you think that they wouldn't try and make some of their own fine babies instead of going and taking other Well, what's crazy is they spent all that time together and then just got married like two years ago and now they're getting divorced. That's a great point. They just got married. They've been together all this time. I just, whatever. Yeah, well, anyway. <laughs> well, good luck trying to explain the necess- <laughs> the necessities of marriage to these niggas now, girl. Because they just, it was, oh, this marriage shit just changed everything. Hmm. Oh, well. Anyway, let's get to important black news. Amen. Um, first of all, rest in peace to Shawty Lowe. I woke up to that this morning. <sighs> Devastating news. What? I did the running man in place for 15 minutes in his honor. Um. So, Shawty Lowe passed after a, a, a car crash i think at first they were saying it was a hit and run now i'm reading that um his audi had crashed into a guardrail and some trees like it's really bad mm-hmm. and there were two other women in the car who were injured um but it seems that they're going to be okay so that's yeah. what atlanta has to deal with today that's too bad honestly remember that reality show uh pilot that he shot Classic who, black television. Who has seen it and forgotten? Who has seen that and doesn't remember? Like, it's been a while, but there was a petition online after that pilot came out, and they basically stopped the Shawty Lowe and his baby mama reality show that was going to happen. But Oh, yeah, they did petition. Yeah, they petitioned. You niggas, you bitches with your respectability shit. Y'all was mad. <laughs> there are three things I think of when I think of Shawty Lowe. They know... Yeah. Um, that pilot that never happened mm-hmm. and Rashida. <laughs> <laughs> My name Rashida. I rap like Shawty Lowe. That was the only thing the I'll only ever funny give thing her. She because has that ever was said. funny. <laughs> <laughs> That was funny. That was funny. And I will not. I will give it to that broke butt <laughs> she bitch. She has to have that. She said it something funny you that one time. That much bitch. Because I did. That when when I heard Shawty Lowe pass, I heard. I couldn't help now, it. And did you alone my love gun? Like she really does rap like that. So that was really funny. Rest in peace, Shotty Low, man. That sucks. Sad to hear that. Um, here's something funny. Apparently Colin Powell had a whole bunch of emails leaked. Yes, God. <laughs> where he is talking cash <laughs> shit. And I lived about Trump, mm-hmm. Hillary, mm-hmm. Bill. Oh, yes. <laughs> ju- just everybody and everything. And I feel like I actually can't even. I think the so Russians hacked things. him, right? The Russians been going after everybody. 
All I know is that he said that Bill is still dicking down bimbos. Allegedly. He said well, <laughs> He said that uh He put it in the little parentheses though. Like he was just saying in case. <laughs> Just Secretary so of State, know. my nigga, like just like I'm not gonna. I watch Mr. So Robot. Sorry, I am General Colin Powell, so we won't be allegedly. He said Trump appeals to the worst angels of the GOP nature and poor white folks, and I love that he said poor there you go. white folks. There you go. That's exactly what it is. It is poor white people, the backbone of Donald Trump. He called him a national disgrace. He said that Trump, uh, like. Honestly, you can go over to the Washington Post. You can just Google Colin Powell, honestly, and I'm sure it'll come right. I mean, but he didn't lie. Google. I'm looking at all these like, where's the even about Hillary? He didn't. No, nothing. That's the great part about it. It's not like he what he was saying was like, oh, I'm a hater. It was like it was unfiltered truth with like cussing yeah. and like shade, <laughs> right. and it was just so. That's what's so great about it. Fun. It's pure hearted shade because he's like not even trying to be mean. He's just being real about what the problem is. Like I feel like I could absolutely take Colin down to like Bennigan's or like <laughs> or the Cheesecake Factory or something. Yes, or cheesecake. and just get fucked up and just be like, tell another one. <laughs> Order whatever you want, lady pal. Let's get down to the just pages text. three through seven, bitch. Y'all know y'all got everything to eat in this motherfucker. Bring it all out. He was like, Hillary is smart and driven and courageous and a minion of Satan and greedy, and <laughs> all she wants is to win. And she just, I really don't even halfway want to vote for her. She my friend or whatever, but she all right. Like, yes. Lay it out there. It was great. It really was absolutely fantastic. I mean, I feel sorry for him because that's, you know, a breach of privacy or whatever. But the emails, the content was fantastic if you ask me. No, please, if you haven't taken a look, I would suggest it. And I feel like, for me, one of the first things that I thought of about this was, like, if I lived in a normal country where, you know, I was afforded rights Mm -hmm. and, you know, I generally fuck with you know, the government or the way things are being run. And I was on the internet reading this. I just wouldn't have cable because (laughs) I wouldn't pay for it. Because this... This is excellent. Y'all should be putting this on C-SPAN. Maybe then Americans will watch C-SPAN. I mean... It's just simply... It's just you got to add a little Mari to it. We're not getting no life off of this. Here's something fun. I bet it ain't. So, uh... Tokyo Tony is hosting a seminar for young women in Washington, D.C. Now, if you don't know who Tokyo Tony is... Because I am Googling it. Tokyo Tony is Black China's mother. Uh... Tokyo Tony also has eyelashes that are about as long as albatross Oh, my God. (laughs) I am Miss Tokyo Tony, owner of Own My Grind Entertainment and Promotions. Her eyelashes are just... Good God! They're like Omega Shenron. Like, just... <gasps> it looked like she could wrap them shits. Oh, no. Does she look like this on purpose? Have like, you seen her Instagram? Yes. Oh, no. Oh, my God. Like, honestly... Damn. Don't carry your groceries around 
tug your tummy because if she bats her eyes too hard, all your oranges and shit gonna be on, out on the pavement. Like she will literally oh knock you over with the wind from those lashes. I can't deal. Um, <laughs> and this heavy ass just strip of black. I like what the fuck is on her face. It's giving you a very heavy, you know, back to black. Yeah, this is just this is not like this cat is, eye liner thing. She everything about this says Black China's mama. Yeah, absolutely, it's These very appropriate. Gray ass lips. <laughs> These thick ass dollar ninety nine strip lashes, no foundation on this face. Oh my god, no, mm-mm. this won't do. She's hosting a seminar for young women in Washington D.C. Um, on November twelfth, from three to seven. It says I am having a little lady teen mentoring seminar. There are going to be min- ministers, counselors, therapists. Uh-uh. And understanding mentors as myself. What? It will be empowering, (laughs) and the teens will have hands-on with ministers, counselors, therapists, and understanding mentors as myself. Such such as herself? What has she mentored anybody into doing? I don't know Tokyo and Tony's rap sheet, so I'm not going to get to, you know, giving her nothing. And also, you know, you're trying to do something for the community, girl. So great. I just think that it is funny Mm. to me that Black China's mom with these, (laughs) these extra, these triple XL lashes. (laughs) She's not going to be reaching out to the kids with this. I can tell you right now. Somebody's got to do it. Nobody's taking their baby about that. Down to wherever she gonna be at to do this. She and Kris Jenner are about to be Kardashian grandmas. So what can you tell her? Nothing. This is the same woman who hosted a models versus stripper baseball game. I'm sorry, what? Oh, it's on her Instagram. Yes. I love her. (laughs) 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 It says ponytails and shorts. Honestly, if there's anything, if there's let me see if there's some place that I can forward a donation. Mm. Yeah, no. I mean, Good luck to anybody She's on their awesome. entrepreneurship, but I just don't see nobody dropping their kids off to I do. to learn anything from this woman. I do. Who wants their child to be and molded about Black China's mama? All these little girls are going to ask you about your daughter and your daughter's man and your daughter's soon. The very baby. first question like, she's going to get is, "Have you ever met Kim Kardashian?" That's going to be the first question. They and they have a picture <laughs> together. Google Tokyo Tony Kim uh, Kardashian. Why is she go by Tokyo Tony? What I don't know. Mean? But it explains Black China. <laughs> oh God, it does. Tokyo in China. That's why I was surprised oh, that they didn't name no. the baby Bangkok or something. Oh, oh no. Oh my god. Okay. Vietnamese. This isn't I thought we were gonna get like progressively happier news from here, but we didn't. This is this isn't this is sad. And I still don't see this picture. Thailandia. Oh fuck, there it go. Oh goddamn. Okay. But really, the only difference between Chris Jenner and Tokyo Tony is the fact that Chris Jenner is white and already had money for like ages because they are both ghetto yeah, and trash. That's the that's the difference between Chris Jenner and everybody's hood rat ass mama. Like Chris Jenner is just white trash. She is. But rich. She's garbage. Like, did you see where she liked Mark Jacobs' Instagram post? Oh, we're getting Are we getting all Okay. That. So I said, you know, when people like Chris Jenner and Perez Hilton are on your side. You may want to rethink whatever stance you've taken. But yeah, I'm not going to act like Chris Jenner is some great ass, fantastic momager of the year or some shit. Like, 
she a whole ass greedy ass bitch out here just like the rest of them she just has the white skin that helps her get ahead Kid Cudi had a meltdown the other day on um, social media uh, over his strained relationship with Kanye West. Um, He basically got on uh, Twitter and said that um, Kanye and Drake, (laughs) these niggas don't give a fuck about me and they ain't fucking with me. And I was like, wow, I have something in common with Kanye and Drake. (laughs) (laughs) Um, what did Kid Cudi do to piss you off or you just don't like his music I don't consider it here's the thing Kid Cudi has like a really strong following yeah he does and so it's devoted I would assume then that Kid Cudi has like great music or artistry or I don't know something Mm. because Mm -mm. like People really seem to take him seriously in a lot of ways. Or they still talk about him anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, I just don't know enough of Kid Cudi's catalog to care, if that makes any sense. Okay. So I don't have anything against Kid Cudi. I just really, I I can't even tell you the name of a son. Day and night is him, right? <laughs> I think so, shit. Because I'm not no big-ass Kid yeah, Cudi Yeah, that's Kid Cudi. So that's but like... But could I name another Kid Cudi single? Pro- oh, wait, no. Beautiful Girls? Oh, no, that's... uh Oh, no. That's B.O.B. That's B.O.B. Fuck. I think. Damn, now you're right. Actually, let me make, make sure. Cause I, could be, <laughs> I really don't No, because that was uh, Bruno Mars and B.O.B. Yes, it was. Right. It absolutely was. Okay, well, then I don't know. Day and night. Okay, so I just looked up like singles, and this is the only one that I use. Cool. But you know what? Like y'all like him and all of that stuff, and he seems to be whatever. So great, awesome, cool. Um, but he had issues with them. Kid Cudi also dated Amanda Bynes at one point. Okay. So that's telling me basically all I need. And to And then know. after they broke up, we were introduced to the most recent Amanda Bynes. How's she doing? Wait, she got her shit together. I thought. Like, I she? think her mama finally took her Twitter away or something, and they made her start going to therapy. And yeah, I think she graduated from fashion school and everything, or she was at least there. I think she did, though. I mean, I ain't heard shit about her any of her shenanigans lately, so she has to be doing a hell of a yeah, lot better than she must was before because be, she was could from not setting fires in niggas' driveways. Driveways, <laughs> like. Man, for like three or four weeks, though, every week it was like Amanda Bynes is just out here. What and then it was like, oh, okay, she's she's in rehab or she's doing such and such. And then it was like, nope, here, it's yeah, bad. No, nah, I think she had her mama house just chilling. I'm glad. Trying to, right, just that trying to sad. make it through the day. Um, yeah, so he had like a little tirade, whatever, on Twitter. Lupe Fiasco randomly joined in. Who's another one who is respected <laughs> musically by more people than I would expect? <laughs> And so I'm assuming that he's awesome in certain ways. But again, I'm not taking anything away from these people. I just don't know enough to care or comment. Either way, Kanye West uh, had one of his shows where he's performing on that vanilla wafer in the sky. I haven't watched any footage from Pablo. It looks like it's exciting um, to watch. It's basically a huge mosh pit with Kanye West floating above it on what looks like a flat spaceship. Okay. Um, his fans scare me. Yeah, I don't know about 2016 Kanye shows and the people who 
would be in attendance at those. Like, like his hardcore, like, hardcore fans between the ages of, like, 15 and I want to say maybe 22. Mm, they okay. frighten me. So they have, like, almost no sense. <laughs> Plus they have money and access and the ability to go out and fuck shit up. Or just Usually. be their absolute worst selves. You mean, like, the hardcore Kanye stands who feel like he's done nothing wrong and have an explanation for Every single dumb piece of shit he ever says. I wouldn't even know if they feel like he ha- does nothing wrong, but the the ones who just eat up all of the stuff that he he does say and really look to him as like this influential, artistic, godlike, you know, Walt Disney motherfucker. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And I think that you know it's clear that Kanye West is an artistic genius in many ways, but at the same time, like some of the young kids. It's just standing, you know, like young stands are terrifying. Exactly, but hell no. If you give me like one of those like those seats in like that tier down in the bottom where I'm close, (laughs) so I can see them all mangling one another, separated from the group. But I have a chair and I'm away (laughs) from the madness. Then I would, you know, I'd watch. It seems like a fun show. Um. Anyway, kid cut. See, this is what happens when I'm talking about people who I have no interest in. So he said at one of his shows, like, uh, Kid Cuddy, don't ever mention my name in a negative way ever again. I birthed you. And, oh. you know, go fuck yourself, basically. Yeah. Um, and of course, the whole crowd was like, Yes! Kanye said words! <laughs> Um, I don't really know what Kid Cudi's reaction uh, to that was. Oh, and then Drake at one of his shows said something like, uh, boy, you getting way too high. You need to cuddy. Wow. Which. Might be whack as bar to you. So Drake. Like, That's really bad. Like, if niggas ain't writing your raps, you need to just lie and say somebody wrote that. Right. Is this what happens when you fire your ghostwriter? Because call that nigga back. Hit him up real quick and be like, I was just playing. And I could give you a 50% raise. No, Drake, I ain't got drunk off the hands of Drake, so. <laughs> I took it back. It just wasn't funny. It just wasn't. It wasn't a good line. But that's all right. You know, nobody can be hitting on a hundred every and time. And you know what? He doesn't deserve a, a good line because you're Drake. Drake's got plenty of hits. Absolutely. Drake got nominated for a diss track. He's doing just fine. Drake sleeps with Rihanna. <laughs> Look at you. <laughs> Um, but so then Kid Cudi, I was about to say, where does this where does this story go? Kid, uh, Kanye West just had another show. I don't know, maybe yesterday or so, sometime recently, and he said, um, "Man, I love Kid Cudi. Uh, he's one of the most influential artists of the past ten years. He's my brother, and I hope he's doing well. Something like that." And the crowd goes, "Yeah, Kanye said words." <laughs> It really don't matter what you say. Like, the nigga could honestly say, fuck Kid Cudi, and then five minutes later, he'd be like, Kid Cudi's my nigga. And the response would be the same. They just love the the fact that Kanye is in their presence with a microphone speaking to them. And the words that he's using of absolute no importance. And I feel like, you know what? When I'm at a Beyonce concert, I lose my sense, too. Beyonce could literally say red rum backwards. Red rum. I'll be like, yeah, B. Let's pull out a little compact mirror. Like, yeah, girl, backwards is murder. <laughs> right. Like, I'm trying to play the game with her. Right. <laughs> Summon them! 
Let me not say that before y'all hating ass bitches want to act like I'm serious. <laughs> say Beetlejuice three times in a row. Um, and Blue Ivy appears and whoops that motherfucking ass. <laughs> Can um, you imagine? <laughs> Blue Ivy materializing like, so I've been summoned. Um, <laughs> who has a problem? The weekend cut his hair. Um, oh my god. And oh, Kid Cudi also, his baby mom got a restraint. I'm not even gonna keep. I mean, he's we not know. in a great place. You know what I wanted to say about him? I think that when I when I read his rants, it seemed to me again as someone who believes that they're talented or knows what they're capable of, and maybe feels like they aren't getting the support or the recognition that they needed. Because how you just gonna mm. out of nowhere be like Drake and Kanye don't give a fuck about me? <laughs> I didn't know Drake and Kanye were supposed to give a fuck about him. Well, I mean, Kanye absolutely introduced Kid Cudi to me. Yeah. I'm not saying that's not true, but... I don't know the nature of the relationship that he had with Drake. Are they supposed to be right? Are they supposed to be, like, mentoring you and helping you develop your new album or something? Like... I mean, if they were super close friends and then you feel like they're not being supportive friends, whatever, but then uh, do you not have his number? Yeah. See? And so then the question is, if there really is an issue between y'all, why does Twitter have to know about it? Because he was at the... um Or whatever social you used. When they did that shit at Madison Square Garden where he played the album and it was the fashion show at the same time and everybody oh, was there yeah, plugging yeah, in yeah. their phones Was and this shit. the last? I feel like Kanye goes to Madison Square Garden all the time for events, It was literally, like, it was shit. the clothes. Like, it was a season three or whatever and all the Kardashians were there in big ignorant ass furs. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I remember that. Was Kid Cudi was there in an old Davy Crockett hat. <laughs> In his life. So I don't know what happened recently. It must have been something new. Oh, everybody get over it. You guys can text about it. Hug and make up. Uh, and, okay. I haven't heard any of these stories so far this week. Let's this talk about the game. Me. I don't know. <sighs> okay. If you want, like, hardcore details or whatever, my nigga, you're going to have to just do that research yourself. Because when I tell you that I really haven't I'm paid sure too Baller much Alert attention to this. Baller Alert. I'm sure that you can go to whoever. Whoever. And you'll get all the info you need. Hot new hip-hop. I really don't know. Um, but... The game has an album coming out soon. I think it's 1992 is what it's called. Uh, and sometime recently, he released a diss record. No, first he was at a club and said, fuck Meek Mill, and he just wants to whoop Meek Mill's ass. And everybody was like, what? Like, did somebody put a curse on Meek Mill? <laughs> like, Right, he just said that randomly? Did Meek Mill, like, summon some type of, like, trickster demon or something in Philadelphia that's just running rampant in his life? Because it's just like, everybody... Why is everybody mad at you, bro? Everybody's mad at you. Like, he got caught talking shit. And thought and didn't realize that everybody he was talking shit about was like blind copied on the email and he's right. just going in. Just right. Did they have Russia must have hacked him too? <laughs> do we know why the game and Meek Mill are? Okay. okay so, so we do, I guess. All right. I'm doing my best here. Okay. Brace yourself. You can break down these rapper stories for me, friend. Just know that it involves Sean Kingston. Sean King, the the chunky one. You're way too beautiful, girl. <laughs> That's why it'll never work. Please. You yes, you are correct, and you can stop right there. That's what we're talking about. Um, oh, I remember that song. Sean Kingston? What? So Sean, Sean Kingston is oddly, like, 
about it, apparently. Whatever. He was at some club somewhere. I think Sean Kingston lives in Miami, if I'm correct. And I guess this must have happened there. Whatever. Um, but at some point, Sean Kingston was in the a club, and there was an incident where someone allegedly hit him in the head with a bottle and uh, robbed Rob him, him of a, like a three hundred. I don't remember if it was thirty thousand or three hundred thousand. I think it was three hundred thousand dollar chain. Um. And I remember that story because I feel like he had to go to the hospital or something. Like, it was whatever. Um, so, the game says that Sean Kingston must have called Meek Mill about it. And Meek told him that he wasn't involved, but it was the game's people that were the ones who attacked and robbed him. <laughs> so now Game wants to fight Meek, Meek Mill, Mill because he's saying Meek Mill's a rat and was out here trying to say that they robbed Sean Kingston when they weren't involved or whatever, something like that. Why would the game rob Sean Kingston? I don't think that the game robbed Sean Kingston. I think that what was said, if it was said, was that one of his people robbed him okay why again i don't know okay but that's what game is mad about he even went on wendy williams <laughs> oh my god like i think day before yesterday oh, and no. sat on the couch with her and they spoke about a lot really we're gonna we'll get there okay but yeah that's what he said the whole thing is about they had at least 20 back to back me and game were Literally having a meme war. <laughs> Just posting photoshopped p- pictures of each other with these vulgar captions. And <laughs> just being niggas. Um, <laughs> but at least Game did put it in some music. Because I feel like hip-hop beef is fun if you keep it music. You know, like, yeah. it's fun to hear niggas rap about each other. But, you know, unfortunately, we just live in that age where I feel like people... People feel like they can burn you more or it'll stick more if you, it's all done over social media because all of that stuff gets reposted yeah, all of the a time. Million times. Whereas you have to like actually listen to a disc record and that's just <laughs> daunting. Right. So much work. Um, but that's the shenanigans that they're in. I think that Meek tried to bow out of it um, and take the whole high road and say, you know... Um, it's too much black on black crime. And also, I think his cousin just Nigga, got... what? His cousin just, I think, got killed. His cousin just died in Philly. Okay. I don't know if it was murder or not. I'm not going to get out here lying. But he does have to deal with that. And so he tried to say, like, you know what? I got bigger shit to deal with. Nigga, I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Leave it alone. But then I think they both have also posted new memes. It's just like an ongoing social media gif battle royale yeah and the only one so far who has music involved is game (laughs) that's the most i can tell you about it sean kingston also posted something with a very um like a like a like a gotham filter over it what it was very dark knight returns okay and he spoke a lot of patois and was saying you know that the game was a liar and a bitch oh and a fake uh one day he's a blood and the next day he's a crib um, and 
So Sean Kingston Nicotry. and Mick Miller on the <clears throat> same side. It seems as of right now that they are, you know, on the same side. Okay. Drake also posted a photo of uh, Game's album cover and said to go and buy it. So we know where his allegiances are here. Okay. Uh, and I mean, duh. And so... <laughs> The problem with this is that none of these people is interesting enough to carry a story by themselves. And so trying to stitch together a fuck to give about the game and wherever y'all found Sean Kingston at and then Meek Mill, who just continuously... How are you stuck in your city and still taking L's? Why isn't Meek Mill putting out music? Like, if Honestly, if I were Meek Mill and I'm not a rapper... Didn't he couldn't go in the studio, though? He can't record or perform. He can't make any music at all. What? That's part of his deal. Like, he gets to stay out of jail, but that's part of his... He's not allowed to... I knew he wasn't allowed to perform. I didn't know he, was all, he wasn't allowed to record. I thought that's what the judge said. He wasn't allowed to do anything at all related to music while he was out on house arrest or whatever. So he's allowed he's to ride ATVs around the streets of Philadelphia <laughs> with a whole bunch of niggas with priors and warrants and shit. But he's not allowed to make music. I think like so. he's not allowed to cultivate and and continue his career. I hope, you know what? I hope that is the case because otherwise it doesn't make sense why he isn't in the studio. Like, I was about to say cuz he should be taking the young thug future out and be dropping yeah. a mixtape bi-weekly. Right, cuz what else do you have to do? It's like when you're on punishment and you somehow still didn't get your homework done. How? You had nothing else. You weren't allowed to leave the house. <laughs> right. You had nothing else to do. You Why don't you have two have albums all this written? free time. Right? I don't. You're not doing shit else with your, your day. Where's your work? What are you doing? Because Nikki is working. So what do you do? Get up, stretch out. Nikki has released a, a, a six-minute freestyle, apparently, over your faves beat, I yeah, think. Yeah, it's not good. I haven't listened to it. Well, it isn't good. Um, Nikki is also in a really odd T-Mobile commercial. <laughs> Did you see? T-Mobile? No, I did not. It's so funny. T-Mobile It's like she walks in on a date that somebody's having with Snapchat. It's really weird. Okay. But the point is that Nicki Minaj is working. (laughs) Yes, she is. And she's allowed to move uh, about the country as she would please. So, you waking up at 1.30 every day and getting yourself started. Game also posted a photo and changed his Instagram avatar. This is how petty niggas are. Ladies, don't ever let any one of these (laughs) ashy knuckle-ass niggas tell you that y'all are petty and y'all be the ones telling people business and y'all be the ones doing all this shit. Because when I tell you that they perfected, this nigga changed his Instagram avatar to a photo of him hugged up with Nikki. Because if you remember, he was her, like, love interest bait in the Pills and Potions video. Oh, right. With his shirt all off and his tattoos and shit showing. And so he posted her all over his motherfucking Instagram and her little cut, coochie cutters and stuff where her print showing and like oh I would fuck Nikki and she this, he said this was the last time she oh, held no. a real nigga oh god I'm looking at it right now like, right when you said that I saw the picture and it says oh. the last time Nikki held a real nigga oh my gosh seventh just... grade body having ass nigga <laughs> His... If she take her followers back, it's you're going to be back down to 100,000. No, this was petty, but his... Damn. His jokes were funny. Like, oh. I... He called them, him weak meal. That's cute. Some That's of them cute. were kind of funny. But then it just... Like, that was the beginning. And then it just wouldn't stop. And I was like, okay, this is less fun a yeah, weekend. I mean... Y'all um, But I do feel like the game actually really does want to fight him. Uh, the game also, I think, is like seven foot eight. Um, maybe three hundred and five thousand pounds. Oh yeah, and not of, a like, single stitch underneath it. Compton yeah, muscle. That is so. just one packed nigga. I'm looking at him now, like, 
That's a hefty ass brother. I don't know if you want it with that nigga. I would just apologize, even if I, was, <laughs> <laughs> even if I didn't do shit wrong. You niggas apologize when a nigga diss you. That's a big problem. <laughs> you are petty for that. Wow. <laughs> from my Nikki stand days. <clears throat> anyway, this feels like one of those things that's going to fizzle weeks. out eventually. And Game also, and he does this a lot. Well, Game has gotten into it with rappers in, in the past. And then he'll come around like maybe two or three weeks later after he hasn't gotten to beat anybody's ass. And he's like, you know what? There's too many other problems in the world. And I just want to be happy. And then he goes like dirt back dirt bike riding or something crazy okay well then this will be fun for us for now i guess let's it's... talk about the other things he said on wendy why is meek mill always the he is the one to be made fun of though like he is the joke it's so easy right now <laughs> it's just, that's why damn you must be right about that that judge shit because there's n- like i couldn't rationalize why he wouldn't be releasing music yeah right now i mean because niggas just is it's bad like even I heard about this, and I actively avoid all news about Meat Mill, and I still heard about the game tearing him apart. I'm like, sis, you just keep losing. Just This is like the fourth time in a year, but all right. All that Ishka Bibbles has done for that city. <laughs> this is how y'all niggas All treated. that they have done for the cheesesteak community. Oh, well. Truthfully. So the Will game... Smith didn't. Will Smith didn't. <laughs> nah, Will Smith put Philly on the map for me, definitely. I mean, definitely. That was my like introduction yeah. to it. I'm sorry. Absolutely. But... I'm you're right. I was, I'm Southern. We. I did not know nothing about no <laughs> Philadelphia. <laughs> I never saw Rocky. I just knew that he was born in the West. Oh, West Philadelphia. I said no. He moved out there, and then let's see. Anyway, what did the games say on Wendy? So. <clears throat> On one of these songs, he said something about fucking three Kardashians. Or that he has fucked three Kardashians. So, of course, Wendy Williams asks him. And basically, what we uh, gathered from that is that he fucked Chloe, Kim, and then he said the last one was tricky. Because she asked him if if he fucked um, the two younger ones. He said they're not Kardashians. And then she asked him if he fucked Important the mom. Important distinction. <laughs> Good job, gay. <laughs> He said, I mean, well, technically, it's yeah, true. Yeah, technically. Um, and he said he didn't fuck the mom, and he didn't fuck Courtney. And then he was like, it's tricky because um, China's not a Kardashian yet, or something like that. Oh, I was about to say, the only one left So, apparently, love. he told all of the moms and gays who watch Wendy, Wendy. that <laughs> he slept with Khloe Kardashian, Kim Kardashian, and Black China. Okay. Which is just like... Because you're eliminating people from the family. I'm like, literally, the only Kardashian left is Rob. So this cannot be <laughs> right? I was like, when he was... Because then, then he was like, you know, it gets kind of tricky. I was like, what? Like, How no. does this story go? No, no. Did I miss... No. Was it tricky that night? And then I was let down. <laughs> it like, would be Black China. The devil would set me up. So you fuck Kim and Chloe. I feel like Kim and Chloe are probably the two easiest ones in that family to fuck. So the thing that is crazy about it to me is it's like, why would you? He didn't have to say that. He could have just been like, you know what? I said what I said and I'm not changing it. (laughs) He could have just left it (laughs) on and been like, it is what it is. But he basically like ate it up and, and confirmed it. Without actually saying, yes, I fucked them. But I feel like I knew that about the game before he ever said it or insinuated yeah. it. <laughs> like, you saying that out loud, I'm like, of course you fucked 
Kim and Chloe and I don't, of course you did. I don't think I knew that he slept with Kim, but I did know that he had something with Chloe because I think they used to live together. He's black and a rapper and in the LA area, so I assume he slept with at least one Kardashian. Name a popping, even even halfway popping, because we see Tiger. Name an even halfway popping rapper Ray on the West Coast that has not fucked. Jay. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. Ray Them Jay. community pussies they have over there, please. Ray. You just drop a quarter in the slot and you get let right on through. So are are none of them but Courtney attracted to white men? Mm, I think so. I just think that's really interesting that Courtney is the only one who's like, I'm good. <laughs> they're, they're, Courtney, I don't know. Maybe Courtney don't like She's anal. The- I feel like the rest of them girls are doing stuff that Courtney <sighs> don't want to do. <laughs> and anal with a black dick, Courtney's probably like, that's where I draw the line right there. Because I feel like they're not da- they're not dating regular every day. They're, they're those girls. They're those white girls who only date black men for whatever those reasons are. That's what I'm I'm wondering because typically I just feel like date who you want and I try to be open-minded and stuff like that especially with interracial dating and whatnot because who cares? Mm-hmm. But I just find it funny that it's a whole 18 of y'all <laughs> and only Courtney <laughs> who also has not seemed to have any work done also has like kids with motherfucking Legos all over the floor and shit. Like yeah. Yeah, Courtney is just like I am I'm not just doing here. this yeah like, she's the only one who seems to just be like hey even Chris got a nigga boyfriend yeah she like, does Some so it's just like did y'all just random. decide together was this a family like, effort only black <laughs> conk Oh, and you know they said cock you know they said cock they probably say jizz ugh mm. spunk he just on my face they wiped it up. They put it in a little jar. Well, so if you ever wanted to know, game will tell your business. And he, like, so here's my thing. Mm. Which one of them slept with this nigga after their sister did? Mm. Mm. Well, if I had to guess, Ugh. I would say, Ugh. I would say he fucked, I would say he fucked Chloe first. I think he fucked Chloe first. Yeah, but before the surgeries and stuff. This was a while ago. Like, he fucked, he fucked Chloe when she was still technically ugly. Okay, we're done. And then Kim was probably not okay, too long done. after that. We're finished. Like, within six or, six to eight months after awesome. that. Awesome. Yeah. Okay, well, that because was Because that's the type of petty bitch Kim Kardashian is. I feel like she would sleep with somebody she knew her sister was sleeping with just to be like... It's 7.15. He wants you have better to remember that prettier. Blackish is coming on tonight. Oh, right. So let's wrap it so on up. So let's just move let's right go. on things. Hey, y'all. There's a famous Abraham Lincoln quote that says, good things come to those who wait. But that's only part of it. The full quote is, good things come to those who wait, but only the things left by those who hustle. Is that true? Who knows? But if you're a business owner and you want the best people on your team, the same concept applies. Thankfully, ZipRecruiter puts the hustle in your hiring so you find qualified candidates fast. And now you can try it for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash the read. ZipRecruiter's smart technology finds top talent for your roles right away. 
Immediately after you post your job, ZipRecruiter's matching technology starts showing you qualified people for it. There's a lot of really great people out there looking for employment. So let ZipRecruiter give you the hiring hustle you need. See why four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Just go to ZipRecruiter.com slash the read to try it for free. Again, that's ZipRecruiter.com slash T-H-E-R-E-A-D. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. So go hire somebody. So listen, guys, the next generation of influential Black voices can be found on NPR's new collection, Black Stories, Black Truths. I've been running my mouth about it for a while now. Black representation in media is incredibly important, and I feel like it's in kind of a precarious situation at the moment. So amplifying and enjoying as many of these stories as possible is pretty important. Black Stories, Black Truths is a celebration of Blackness from NPR. Each of NPR's Black voices are distinct distinct, varied, and nuanced as the Black experience itself. You can get things from Bobby Schmurder to The Wire, Michelle Obama to Reparations. There's no limit to the range of Black stories, Black truths. Black perspectives have always been centered in the telling of America's story. Now they are the story. Here are feed of episodes from across NPR's podcast that center on Black voices. Turn on NPR today and hear a range of voices as varied, nuanced, and Black as the country we reflect. Stories should never be about us without us listen now to black stories black truths from npr wherever you get podcasts now we're back and it's time for listener letters it is send your questions to askthread at gmail.com we may just read them aloud on the show our first one is from caprina who says this question is mostly for kid fury because i know crystal doesn't really get the epicness of martin (laughs) okay girl (laughs) I mean, Kid Fury, I am a fellow Martin Stan and I can quote every episode. So every time you quote lines from the show, I get my life. What are your top three Martin episodes? Mine are three <sighs> Dead Plumber, two The Nino Brown Missing CD episode, and number one, The Talent Show featuring Shanae and Kilolo, which is honestly iconic. Anyway, I love you guys. Kid Fury, I cannot wait to see you at your DC show. Thanks, Caprina. Hey, thanks. Do you have a top three favorite moments? Maybe not episodes, but just moments itself from not the moments that ain't no damn puppy, Gina. Moments would be harder than it would. episodes for me. Yes. I think that, uh, God damn it. In no particular order. Okay. Um, fuck. This is so hard. <laughs> damn it to hell. Okay, the episode, uh, I used to know the names of these. I want to say the episode's called Control, but it's the episode where um, Gina lost uh, Martin's piston tickets and she had to go work at Shanae's salon. Oh, God. Oh, my God. Um, I want to say Feast and Famine, or Feast or Famine is the name of the Thanksgiving episode with Pass the Peace, like Like we we used used to do. Um, just because uh, Mama Payne said, you still chucking them peas, Big Face? And that was one of the funniest things I've ever heard in my life. Like, Martin... Big Face is just a hilarious Big insult. Face. Especially because Gina does... She does have a big you know face. Saying? I know she got tired of it making fun of her head on that goddamn show. And then they did it again on My Wife and Kids. Right. Like, fuck. I was gonna say, she got tears for that head on My Wife and Kids, too. She like, did not get away from it. But Big Face. And I feel like he said that... 
I feel like Martin said that on the dot. Because the great thing about Martin was they did so much ad-libbing. Right. Like the Nino Brown episode with that. The thing that was funniest about that episode to people was how he was acting and carrying that dog around. And they were trying not to laugh. Right. While it's happening. Right. Um, so I said two. And then third... Third is I. It's another Shanae episode, the one where oh god, where Gina and Pam were trying to join this uh, ladies' organization. I can't remember the name of it. Fuck, like a sorority, almost like a sorority for women, okay. for older women, <laughs> a sorority for women. <laughs> like. Okay. <laughs> like, I can't remember what it was, but they were trying to join this, like, ladies league or something like that and try the fuck out of Shanae and her homegirl, um, Laquita. Mm-hmm. And Laquita and Shanae stormed their little meeting and fucked the whole thing up. And so it was great. Uh, yeah, so I guess those are my three favorite episodes I can think of at the moment. But there's so many other great ones. Yeah, there are. Those sound... Hilarious, though. You. <laughs> anyway. I've seen so many episodes of Martin. Y'all act like I don't know nothing about it. It's not like I never thought it was funny. It's not that you don't. Okay. <laughs> I, I mean, mean, it's hilarious. I mean, certainly. And I remember arguing with white kids in middle school because they would be like, what about Friends? What about blah, blah, blah? And I'd be like, y'all don't watch Living Single or Martin, two of the greatest shows on television. Y'all don't watch New York Undercover. Like, you niggas is whack. Don't nobody care. Yeah, our undercover was. My mom used to like Friends. I'd be like, I never right. could get into Friends, and the whole black people weren't on it had nothing to do with it. It just, even then, I, I could tell they had no problems. They like, had no tr- real ones. Didn't they try to, they snuck in, like, I think Aisha Tyler at the end. Yeah. Or Maybe like that. five seasons, like, five or six seasons in, I they were like, guess what? We have a black friend. <laughs> Maybe the eighth season. It was only on for It was 10. super late into the series, I remember. Will and Grace did the same thing. But. Mm. Yeah, I remember mm. watching some episodes of, of Friends. I thought Phoebe was funny, but that was pretty much Oh, it. Phoebe was funny. The smelly cat thing. Like, the fact that she always made up little songs for any given random situation was cute to me. Um, but uh, that boy, Ross, oh my God. Probably the worst character ever on sitcom television. Ross was... um. The skinny Ross, one, Dave neurotic Schimmer, one. Yeah, the one who played Rob Kardashian? He played Rob Car. Oh yes! <laughs> oh my God! Yes. Because it was Chandler. David Schwimmer. Well, who was? What was the other one's name? Joey. Yeah, Chandler, okay. Joey, and Ross, okay. and then Rachel and Phoebe and whatever what's the name sister was supposed. Ross's sister. Yeah. And she ended up marrying Chandler. Courtney Cox. Cor- yeah, Courtney uh, Cox. Is, well, whatever. That's all the white them, people got. Them. Yeah. <laughs> and I watched whatever. them white people. <laughs> yes, sure, absolutely. Well, 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 haven't the motherfucking tables turned. But you know what? I'm going to keep it cute and move right along to our next question. It doesn't matter. Comes from Monique who says, I'll get right to the point. Throughout the years, I've been practicing celibacy for sometimes months or years at a time. And as I get older, I found that it's getting harder to do. I love sex, but it's just at a point in my life where I'm ready to settle down. I'm single and not necessarily looking because I want my king to find me. I know that's right. All right. In the meantime, I've, I've been getting me together so I can be ready when he comes. Amen. <laughs> Listen, I'm all for it so far. The guys that I'm meeting in the meantime are not taking my celibacy seriously. <laughs> One even laughed. <laughs> One even laughed at me and said, who does that anymore? It made me feel some <laughs> kind of way. 
like I was the butt of the jokes, no pun intended. And now I'm hesitant to to tell guys that I'm celibate. I usually tell them up front and you should see some of their reactions. And then sometimes they consider my celibacy a challenge for them and they pull out all the stops trying to tempt me. It gets really frustrating. I want a man who can fuck my mind first and then my body. When I do have sex, I don't even pull out all my tricks because these men have a tendency to lose their mind over my goodies. I like you, bitch. Let's I go to do brunch. too. Okay. <laughs> Girl, me too. You have to ration it out because these niggas is crazy. Anyway, when I do give it up, the men become more focused on the sex, so much so that they forget about me as a person. My question is, how do I say what I mean and mean what, and mean what I say when I'm meeting a guy and the topic of sex comes up? I don't know if you guys have ever practiced celibacy or not, but any advice would be great. What can I say? to get these men to understand that I am serious. I love the show, by the way. Looking forward to your response. Sincerely, Mo Fuckstrated than a little bit, which is a very cute name. Wow. Mo Fuckstrated. <laughs> I, just, I love it. Wow, I got Thanks, it. Thanks, Monique. Um, okay, so... How I'm, to get niggas to understand that you mean the words that you say? Why don't you just build a rocket ship? <laughs> How like, do you solve a problem like Maria? Like, while you're out here, you might as well just <laughs> rip a hole in time and space. Do you have the cheat codes for cancer, girl? Please. <laughs> By all means. If we could figure that out, we'd um, all be rich. So, the interesting... I think it's funny that this nigga had the nerve to say who even does that anymore. First of all, plenty of people are celibate and practice celibacy. Right. And I think one of the great things about it... I mean, I'm celibate, but not on purpose. I just... Have not met anybody to I fuck. I just haven't. I don't. You know, it doesn't happen. Um, however, I think that the great thing about it, when you stick to your guns, is that you, it helps you weed out the uglies and the bads and the demonic. And they're just wrong for you. It does. When you are, when you're celibate, it's like, okay, I am not going to call that nigga and fuck him. Even though I know he has, I know he could scratch this itch that I have, but this nigga is just, whatever's wrong with him. I'm gonna have to sneak in through the back door at his mama's house, and I just don't feel like humiliating myself like Oof. that. Like, you just make better decisions Oof. when you stop letting sex be your number one priority. So, for a lot of people, and really probably a whole lot of y'all listening, you probably need to take a conscious break from fucking just to clear out some of the bad decisions you're I making promise in your you, life. This <laughs> hasn't even aired yet, and I still heard people go, Girl, I ain't gonna quit having no sex. I mean, now. do what you gotta do. I'm saying if you're dating and you're trying to find that person, right. then I think it will help you because a lot of guys who don't take it seriously or who are trying to whatever for whatever reason talk you out of it, those aren't the guys for you. So you can be like, oh, not you. Right. Oh, not you. Mm, not you either. It's just so much easier for right. you to be like, okay, no. You know what I'm saying? Because, I mean, she didn't say until marriage, did she? No, but... You, she I, wants she somebody say, to fuck her mind first. I'm, okay, I'm waiting to give my pussy to somebody who actually stimulates me intelligently first. Who is worth it. Somebody who uses words in a smart way. Because you know what? You don't want to, like, always just, you know, give it up to somebody and then regret it. Right. I mean, sometimes it's fun to just have random casual sex and who cares. But when you're ready sure for is. something different, then that's not going to be fun for you no more. So she's ready for exactly. that next level. And she keeps running to niggas who are still on level one. Well, thankfully, I'm not. 
However, I understand your plight. Mm -hmm. And so what I'm saying to you is you just got (laughs) to stick to your guns and say, fuck it. And the guy who comes around who understands and respects it and is willing to wait and just, you know, fuck with you on a spiritual and mental level, Mm -hmm. those are the ones. And you'll find them. It's not like that nigga doesn't even exist. Now, I'm not going to say that that nigga might not still be shit in other areas because no (laughs) one's perfect. No one's perfect. But... I just feel like this helps expedite mm-hmm. the process of getting the fuck niggas out of your life because them niggas who will like he opened his mouth and laughed <laughs> like, yeah. like laughed she was like oh I'm not having sex and he thought it was a joke <laughs> this is not so you know what pussy means to him <laughs> And, and probably to most of these niggas, they think dating and fucking is the same thing and it just simply is not actually dating means we have gone out and enjoyed each other's company yes and that is it as soon as you start in a, adding... In a romantic context. Not like two friends, obviously. Yes. Two people who could potentially be interested in each other. But, like, that's it. Just because y'all are dating doesn't mean y'all are fucking... Everything else is just... Those are toppings. Everything else... <laughs> once you add other shit Sprinkles. in, you're calling it something else. Exactly. You know, whether you're calling it a friend with benefits, a mm. close personal friend, uh Cut buddy, I don't know what what people call them. Yeah, I don't either. Whatever I just I'd be like, on. we fucking. <laughs> That's just it. I mean, it's short and to the point. Me yeah. and you are having sex, so we might as well. I mean, we also date, but then we also yes. So, but we're not fucking because we're dating, right? Because we want <laughs> well, to. <laughs> yes, that also. And we're not and dating because we want. You know what I'm saying? Well. Mm-hmm. I do, and I feel like probably the best thing for you to do, young young Monique is to just be completely straightforward like you have been with these niggas. And if they have a problem li- with it, gleefully watch their asses walk away. Like, Because you ain't... It's too much dick out here to be upset that a nigga who didn't want to do nothing but give you dick has decided to move on. That is not an... Literally, dicks show up every 45 seconds. It's not... You will find another one. Certainly. They're just everywhere. So if you have higher standards and you're waiting on something more than just the first dick to show up, stick to those. You deserve to do that for yourself. All right. All right. Let's move on to our next question. Hmm. Hmm. What? Hmm. Mm-hmm. Well. Well. Mm. Mm. There's just... Sometimes there are just so many sad things in this inbox. Like, this is about somebody's pastor preaching against Black Lives Matter. And I just don't think I can. Well, you know, I just I just don't believe that my God minds if I take my tithing offering somewhere else. Like, as long as I pay it. You know what? But there's a twist in this. So, actually, let's just go ahead and do this one because <sighs> I... <laughs> I'm a 24-year-old college student who attends church on the regular, and ever since the Black Lives Matter movement began, my past has been saying foul things and bringing up illogical statements like Black Lives Matter doesn't mean anything because black people kill ourselves and other shit like that. I found myself very upset with this because I'm aware of the state of current society as far as police brutality and racism are concerned. I've opened my eyes and have chosen to see what is really going on. The big problem here is that my pastor is my father. How can I move forward? And continue with my life and my views. If this is something that my father is preaching against, how can I continue to enjoy worshiping God and have to hear this every Sunday? I've been thinking about changing churches, but I'm not sure how I can bring this up to him. Thanks for all that you guys have accomplished. You have taught me so much about who I want to be and what I stand for. Thanks, Ashley. Well, Ashley. Hmm. 
So Ashley's 24 and still in college. So this is a little complicated because I'm assuming your dad still takes care of you up to a certain point. I would hope he can. Like you're probably not totally independent, but way more than like your typical high school student would be. Assuming. And if he is the typical black American preacher slash pastor, then he is probably not very open to having his children challenge his beliefs or like argue with him about the way he feels about something. Like I'm assuming that you can't, your dad is not the type that you can just very easily go talk to and be like, I have this concern with you. But that's what you need to do because you have to talk to him about something that is going to affect the both of you like in a in a bigger way than normal like you have to say to him the way you feel about you know the movement all of that bothers me because the things you're saying are factually incorrect and then I feel like you as a pastor should be using your position with the black church to do things that help our community and not discourage or tear it down and if you are going to continue to say things like this from the pulpit then I have no choice as a woke black person but to go somewhere else now, that's what you probably should say, but it's difficult to say that sort of thing to your dad or somebody in a position of authority. So I think probably the most of what you have you to do is work life. up the, yeah, you, you need to work up the nerve to say it, which is probably harder than anything else. Probably, but it's something that I think definitely needs to be said. And I mean, I feel like, you know, if you express to him that you are thinking or considering going to another church because of it, if that doesn't, I mean, you never know people. I feel like hopefully that would be eye opening enough for him to be like, okay, well maybe I should think about what I'm saying from another, because all you really need when it comes to shit like this Mm -hmm. is empathy. You know what I'm saying? Like all you, you don't even have to agree with me. Just take, five minutes not even just a minute seconds even to just be like well let me think of this in another way just let me think of it in a different perspective than the one that i have been thinking of it and expressing myself from so i can maybe understand what it is that this person is talking about oh my god you would you would think that it is like traveling to <laughs> jupiter and the world by foot. Change, you know what i'm saying like yeah what I don't. Anyway, so it could either be that he will try and look at it from where you're coming from and maybe have a change of heart um, or understand why you have to leave and keep preaching fuck shit. Yeah. Or be like, well, then go, you know, like. Yeah. You, um, I just, I don't banish know. Banish yourself from mind presence then or some. Because thou. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, thou. Yeah, it's a hard conversation, but. You deserve to not go somewhere where somebody is talking like absolute trash like that, even if it is your daddy. Because I don't give a damn. Daddy, uncle, mama, grandma, whoever. I'm not going to sit in fucking church and listen to nobody talk like black people are responsible for black people having to deal with racism. Like, girl, that just doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense. And it's absolutely a tool of the oppressor. If that makes Come sense. Come on, Tumblr. Like, it's... Absolutely. It's like... That's one of the things that they say all of the time. And for whatever reason, black people have fallen for that and are now repeating it to other black people. Mm-hmm. And it makes literally no 
motherfucking yeah. sense. Like we could sit here and talk for another hour and a half about you why could play that your daddy the past bullshit. three years of this show. Absolutely, if you really want <laughs> to. Because it's like every episode we do this. I mean, you could talk. You could play. However many weeks ago it was that we came back from um, overseas and I cussed out that man in customs. Mm. Oh yeah. Because he said the exact same shit to me when I asked him for his motherfucking opinion at all. So <laughs> like, well, this just was totally and completely unsolicited. So plenty yeah. of reasons and lists as to why that is not only untrue but it's really detrimental to the black community for us to be saying it it is all right our last question comes from destiny who says i'm 20 take destiny what she loves to dance she loves to sing (laughs) she loves everything she loves everything all right i'm a 23 year old female she calls herself a female and i was in a relationship with a guy for almost seven years we dated from freshman year in high school until college graduation we were going two different ways in life so we broke up and a year after we broke up i started dating my current boyfriend Unfortunately, I cheated on my current boyfriend twice in the first month we were dating with my ex. Unfortunately, twice. (laughs) Unfortunately, twice in the first month we were dating. Cool. So, of course, that has caused trust issues. I was with my ex for so long, and so naturally we have a deep friendship, which means a lot to me. My boyfriend has gone on my phone and blocked my ex, but I unblock him and continue talking to him. (laughs) I don't want to keep going behind my boyfriend's back to talk to my ex, and I understand why he doesn't want me to talk to him, but one, I would never cheat on him again. (laughs) And two, my ex is such a huge part of my life. I would never date him again, but I do want to remain friends with him. Am I in the wrong? What do I do? Thanks, guys. Destiny. Girl, just go back and date him. Yeah. Just you go back to why do you have a boyfriend? not over your ex. <laughs> why do you have a boyfriend? Yeah. Why do you have a boyfriend if this is how you, if this is how you feel about it? Like, I understand y'all were together for a really long time. I do. I've been in a a big, huge, epic relationship like Girl. that. But Girl. <laughs> this extraness that you are doing, the fact that you already cheated on your boyfriend with your ex is exactly why he doesn't. Twice. Really, your boyfriend is the one I want to talk to. Because my question is, why are you still with <laughs> you, Destiny? No shade. But I don't understand why your man is with you. Yeah, one he should have broke up with you. He should have broke up with you in that first month. But if he's still with you and doesn't trust you, then I really don't understand why y'all are together. And you have admitted that you're going behind his back talking to your ex, that you cheated on him. Like, let's get this out of the way. He has no... He's at all words I can form them. You can. He's not at all in the wrong for not wanting you to talk to this nigga. Because you cheated on him (laughs) with with this nigga nigga twice. So it makes sense. Within 30 days. (laughs) So it absolutely is logical and understanding and fair to say, girl, no, I don't Mm -hmm. like this. So you've already admitted that you're going behind his back, still talking to him. Mm -hmm. He has every reason to not trust you. Right. And you're giving him the reason. Like if, and I understand this mindset of feeling like, oh, well, I just, I want to still be friends with him, but I would never be with him. And again, it, Start it out, cause yeah. that's not that's not you're it. You're still really young, and I think probably in another five or six years, you're gonna look back on the situation like I should have been stopped talking to my ex. We were not really friends any damn Your way. Your skin's gonna crawl. Most of y'all, when you are like so desperate to hang on to being friends with somebody you just got out of a relationship with, it's more like I just don't want you gone from my life completely. Not like I just really want to be your friend, cause usually that desire to be friends does not come from a friend place ever it comes from a i like you or i still want to fuck you (laughs) type of place like if you were every single time 
if you were friends for like 15 years first and then you started dating, right. Right. which I've always found those stories to be very fascinating. <laughs> like, yeah. I've always found it really weird. People were like, oh, yeah, we were best friends for 15 years and then we got married five years ago. And I'm like, <laughs> what? what? Right. I can't fathom marrying what my changed? best friend. Um, but yeah, like if you were really great friends first um, and you had like a real, not like, oh, we friends, but we yeah. were just waiting for the time that we were going to start <laughs> fucking. No, like real platonic, cool ass yeah, friends. Probably not. But I doubt that that was the situation here. And so what happens in these scenarios or what is happening is that you haven't fully let him go. You still have feelings there that you need to sort out and completely excommunicating him from your life would mean that you don't get those feelings. You don't get to deal with those feelings. You don't get to have them in your life because you still want them to be there because you got feelings for the nigga. So just go back to the nigga or be single, girl. Right. Leave this nigga alone. I mean, because a year after you and your ex broke up, you were still fucking him because you cheated on him with your new boyfriend. So that lets me know that there's at least one thing that the two of you haven't let go of. And I mean, I'm assuming y'all haven't genitals. I'm assuming y'all haven't fucked since then. But if you and your current ask yourself, if me and my man right now break up, how long would it take me to go back to fucking my ex? Probably two weeks or less. Probably. So the whole friend thing like that, I feel like you need to be really, really honest with yourself about this friend situation. And if that's what's really going on or if you're just not ready to let go, because seven years is a long time and it's totally understandable if you are not over the end of that relationship yet. But that's something you need to deal with on your own and don't bring somebody else into your shit. Because your boyfriend don't deserve that. All the time. I used to say that shit all the time too. I don't have a single ex I'm friends with, but I don't have an ex that I feel any kind of way about. I don't have an ex that I would like ignore them if they needed something or scoff if they saw me in public and spoke. I would. The hamburger. Well. That bitch. <laughs> that bitch. But we don't have to go down that no, road. She's the only one. The just, rest of them, you know, if you were on fire, I would pour water on you. That's nice. I don't want them to die. Cool. And like some, I could even like. There's a couple in Oklahoma I see when I go back, and we're you know we hang out and it's fun, like a regular friendship. But as far as like real keep in touch, you know, you know, on an everyday or regular basis type of thing, I just don't need that with my exes. I already have friends, <laughs> and most of them came into my life in a I'm interested in you capacity, not in a I would love to be friends. Let's go to the movies and not kiss or fuck type of way. So. <laughs> <laughs> it's just not <sighs> sit down with yourself Destiny. you don't you, there's a difference between being friends with your ex and being like cordial and cool and polite right. with your ex whenever you so happen to interact with each other because the universe faded it that way <laughs> like you end up in the same place or at the same party or that nigga's car broke down in hell and he has no other person's <laughs> call like just something you know, but yeah. other than that... I would never cheat on you again. Doesn't sound reassuring. I'm just telling you. Like, your boyfriend, I'm not surprised that he doesn't feel better when you say that. Because you did it twice. <laughs> I'm surprised. Like, it should have been a condition of y'all getting back together that you stopped talking to your ex, but... You need to get that shit in writing. Yeah, y'all work it out. Good luck, Destiny. I hope you figure it out. Send your questions to gmail.com and we'll be back. Keep It is brought to you by Hinge. Hinge is the dating app designed to be deleted if you're really good at it that is i've actually met several really good friends through hinge i've used it 
I can't believe this, over a decade now. Woof, what a life I've had. Well, you know what they've added within a decade of us being on Hinge is their new LGBTQIA plus prompts, which are designed to help queer daters better connect based on similarities, interests, and compatibility. Hinge prompts helps you show off your full personality and connect with someone who appreciates you. Plus, these prompts were created in collaboration with GLAAD, so they are by the people, for the people. Some of the prompts are... The first time I knew I was gay was, mm, I was literally in the act of being gay, like hooking up with somebody when I admitted it. <laughs> Denial is strong and hard in the Catholic Midwest. Mine was Tom Cruise's Vanity Fair cover. The shirtless one. You just turned to an imaginary camera and said, I'm gay. Yeah. Or broke the fourth wall. <laughs> You're like Fleabag. Other prompts include, I feel proudest of who I am when. It feels affirming when others, blank. I connect to my community by... I wish I could tell the younger version of myself. I'm going to say, whenever I watch that in a drag race semifinal, when they're like, if I could talk to my younger self, I would say, I would be like, girl, get tighter clothes. I mean, what's going on with what you're wearing? You look like you're in the X Games. Other prompts include, my chosen family is the best at, and gender euphoria looks like. Download Hinge and show off your full self using their LGBTQIA plus prompts today. Then find someone worth deleting the app for. So we're back and it's time for the read. It is. I'm not sure why I did that little whore giggle at the end, but you know. Sure. Trying out some new things. Um, okay. Are you talking about Terrence Crutcher? Whom? Oh, Terrence Crutcher. Sorry, I just saw another email and I was momentarily distracted. Um, I don't I don't really want to. And so if you would like to, please do. I, do you have a read? I do have a read, but it's unrelated. Yes. I mean, if you, I want you to say whatever you need to say. Okay, because I don't, mine is not. Mine isn't either. That's the thing. Like, I don't, the thing about. I was actually just going to start this by saying. You know what? Just do it, friend. Just do it. I was just going to say that I'm, I'm tired. I'm exhausted. But don't think for a second that this is one of those things that. I'm just going to be, like, desensitized to. It gets to a point where it's like, okay, another one. And I don't spend all day in bed. But every single time it happens, like, I can physically feel, like, this shift in my being. And I'm so exhausted and tired of it. But what I did want to say was... Each and every single one of you bitches who had something to say about Colin Kaepernick's kneeling and protesting this very thing all of these weeks that he's been doing That's it. That's right. You better do it. I have found that most of y'all haven't said anything. I haven't seen any of you girls uh, updating your your social medias. Kate Upton, I haven't seen say anything about it yet. Um, I haven't seen Kid Rock's white ass say anything about it yet. You know, most of you girls who are complaining about this old slavery ass song right. that you don't even know the goddamn lyrics to <laughs> haven't said anything about this or this actual problem that exists in our country and not the lyrics to the song about uh, the war that's been done forever. Like, right. So I just wanted you to know that I see y'all exactly for uh, who you are. I'm not at all surprised. And each and every single one of you can suck a manatee's gooch <laughs> from Monday to Monday. Right. 
for all of eternity. I mean, it's a long list of y'all who has something to say, too. Drew Brees and Tiki Barber, half the NFL, Aaron Rodgers. I just, where are your words? (sighs) Terrence wasn't even the only one, I think, in the last week. Because I saw, like, I think I want to say I saw two other names. At least one other. So, eventually we're going to have to address the real problem here. Like, we are. I saw Hillary say something like, oh, you know, we need to aff- we need to have a change. A change needs to come. Okay, so you're supposed to be the president, right? Are you supposed to be trying to be president? Right, you Give us some ideas. Can we have... What are you going to do? Because all I ever hear you talk about is protecting the fucking police. So what are you going to do to protect black American citizens from the police? Hillary Clinton. I want to know the answer to that. I just... Because that man literally didn't do anything. <laughs> like, literally didn't do anything so and it's quite crazy to to read a story like this because i refuse to watch the video but to read the story and be like i've been on this street like i've driven down this street a million like this is tulsa i grew up there like i know that city i know those people i know like that could have so easily been me or my people literally like that is i'm sorry my bad well i'm just so tired i'm so tired of this happening I just wanted to express something about that, although I don't want to focus on it because I'm just that tired. And I feel like at this point we're going to be talking about a black life lost to the hands of some ignorant-ass cop Mm -hmm. who had nothing better to do besides exercise this surge of power that they are given by the real powerful racists in this country because that's all the cops really are to me whether they realize it or not in these situations they're pawns even did you see steve wilkos on the breakfast club steve wilkos was on the breakfast club (laughs) i don't know why steve from maury not maury jerry but he had his own show that was supposed to be yes steve Steve, but it wasn't really no (laughs) <laughs> but he used to be a cop in Chicago, and he got on there and oh, basically ripped them to shreds. And they asked him, like, why is it that no one ever, like, cops never say anything? And he says they're scared. Because mm-hmm. they're scared that it could, that they, they could are. lose their jobs or their life, too. Like, flat out said that shit. Like, these motherfuckers could kill you over being that motherfucker who was like, y'all are ridiculous for doing evil, for being wrong. Mm-hmm. Like, other cops are afraid to call out cops for doing something that is clearly fucked up. Right. But y'all think we don't need police reform. But y'all think that it's okay. Let's just focus on the fact that blue lives matter rather than focus, focusing on the fact that a lot... Like, yeah, there are great cops, girl. Like, duh, there are great cops. There are cops that do their job and want to, you know, affect change and great change in their community. But there's a whole lot of them who are out here who ain't getting no motherfucking who ain't have no friends or no motherfucking dates in high school or whatever and went to whichever academy and did whatever the fuck so they can run around here and start shooting hoes. And we just need to talk about it. Lord God. And address it and fix it. That's it. It's not like we should, like, let's just get rid of the cops. Let's just not ever have police anymore. And let's just, let's just be our own police. That's the America that Black Lives Matter wants. No, we want y'all to do your goddamn jobs so I pay my goddamn taxes every quarter for you to motherfucking do, bitch. That's what we want you to do. Our Drop that goddamn badge in your nearest trash receptacle and eat a bald eagle's dick, bitch. Anyway, on to my real read. On another note, I feel like this might be a little bit more lighthearted. Okay. Uh, a young lady at the Emmys that you were at. Mm-hmm. I was there. Um, 
she was blessed with the presence of an icon by the name of Jennifer Lewis. Oh, no. Oh, no. Don't do this. <laughs> oh, no. And for whatever reason, oh, no. <laughs> as Miss Jennifer Lewis, queen of film, queen. television, Broadway, queen, is walking away, and this girl called her Wanda Sykes. Sweetheart, I'm not going to give you the aggression that I planned on giving you originally because you apologized. Okay, you apologized, and I'm going to give you your, your, you know, I'll take just a little bit of this heat off. Even though she had the nerve to say in this apology that, oh, I just heard the voice, and I thought, you know, it was Wanda Sykes. Bitch, no, you didn't. Wanda Sykes has a very distinct voice. Yes. Jennifer Lewis also has a very distinct voice. These voices are not in any way no, similar. It's not. Like if Wanda, if I had my eyes closed and Wanda Sykes started speaking, I would know it was her. The same way they're not even close. That's right. like saying, "Oh, I, 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 I heard the voice and I thought it was Jennifer Tilly, but it was Jennifer Hudson." Like, <laughs> no. Are you sure? No. Are you? It's like, oh, I heard Misha Lay, but I thought it was like <laughs> Kelly Price. Stop. You could have stopped. After Misha Lane said anybody else. <laughs> just wasn't. Like, if you can't do basic things like that, and it's no shade. Wanda Sykes is great. You know what I'm saying? They're both on blackish. She's on blackish. They're both hilarious on blackish. Jennifer Lewis's rap sheet, her record is so long. Like, Wanda Sykes could only dream of having Jennifer Lewis's. Respect her name. Fucking credentials, man. That's it. Put respect on her name. How dare you? Jennifer Lewis, who has been on Broadway, bitch? You really just. Several of the times. Sis? I said Broadway, film, television, music. Jennifer Lewis. (laughs) Jennifer Lewis. Jennifer Lewis, who gave you, I don't want nobody fucking with me in these streets just two days ago. (laughs) Like, and you still called her Wanda Sykes. You should be ashamed of yourself, and I know that you are. But I'm going to give you a break because you apologized. She said she was mortified, and she felt bad instantly. And apparently she said she apologized, and they came back for a commercial because I didn't see that part. But get it together. I feel like Jennifer Lewis was like, Lord. Right? Can you imagine? She had to go somewhere and was like, do you know that bitch had the nerve (laughs) to call me Wanda Sykes? Uh, So annoying. I said Wanda Syke. Anyway. (laughs) And I'm sure she and Wanda Sykes are, like, friendly with each other. Like, it's not even no hateful type shit, but just really, I'm tired of white people not knowing the difference between black people. And that's the thing. I don't even think that girl was white. I don't know what she was, but she didn't look Caucasian. Whoever y'all are. Either way, what she was You can't tell the difference between, right, you need to know the names and faces of the people you're talking to. Like, at least pretend that you are humble enough to be in the role you're in, girl. You are interviewing her. How you gonna mix her up? And just the total wrong-ass person. And if you ain't sure, don't say nothing. Like, that's just, that's the thing that I've always, you can't, yeah. you couldn't have possibly been certain that that was one of Sykes, because it wasn't. So, right. like, then just don't say her name. What's that white girl that everybody loves? She's on the Hunger Games and all that. Uh, Jennifer Lawrence? Jennifer Lawrence, yes. Can you imagine if somebody called, like, I don't know, some sickening, legendary white woman, like, Bette Barbara Midler. Streisand. If they called Barbara Streisand Jennifer Lawrence or something, can you imagine the white outrage? <laughs> like, 
Excuse? Like, are you? Well, that don't even what? count because Barbara Streisand is way older. But you see what I'm saying? Like, white yes. people don't, or whatever. Like, I'm tired of black celebrities being mixed up and just casually confusing one another all the fucking time. Anyway, that's annoying as fuck. Also, Mark Jacobs had a fashion show for New York Fashion. You Week. just run right on through all of it, friend. You just and do it. His models, including I believe Kendall Jenner, um. We're walking down this runway with these weird Lady Gaga multicolored dreads. Really bad. And you know how I feel about white people with dreads. I just feel like it shouldn't happen. Especially them yarn (laughs) fucking pink and blue ones. Just everything ain't made for that texture. Like, you just can't naturally have... It looks bad. But do what you want, what you want with your body. Um... Either way, so people, you know, have their feelings. And I typically, when these types of things, I feel like this is so petty and so stupid. And it's another one of those things that white people absolutely know that we're going to say this when it happens and they do it anyway. And so I figure, like, have your dreads and look stupid if you want to. I'm going to focus on actually making sure that we can live. Mm-hmm. Um, but then this bitch had the nerve to get on Instagram and say, um... All who cry cultural appropriation, which he put in quotes, or whatever nonsense about any race or skin color wearing their hair in any particular style or manner. Funny how you don't criticize women of color for straightening their hair. (laughs) First of all, Mark, A, that's wrong, and your white dumbass wouldn't note that. And B, that ain't got shit to do with this because there are plenty of women of color who have naturally straight hair, just like there are women of color who don't. And either way, your white ass is just ain't gonna have dreads. Like, you're not gonna have dreads that look like ours because your hair can't do that. And so... And there are plenty of black people with red and blonde hair, too, for all of you to part your lips and tell that lie. You know that I was diving right on into that (laughs) one. You know I was going over there. I knew it. Because they love talking about that blonde hair and red hair and shit like that. They love it. Google, friend. Google. (laughs) It's what? Six letters? It's not hard. (laughs) Then he goes, I respect them and and am inspired by people and how they look. I don't see color or race. I see people. I'm sorry to read that so many people are so narrow-minded. Oh, my God. I, Ronnie. Love is the answer appreciation of all dick in the mouth whatever so of course he got lit the fuck that was worse you might as well just shut your ass up you might as well just say well i thought it was i couldn't believe it after he had been going back and forth people i thought that was gonna be the worst of it but then he got on instagram like girl why why you could have just if you said anything you were better off just saying i thought it was cute period done like done i thought the style was cute i'm really sorry i did not mean to offend you guys and then leave people are still gonna be mad but that is an apology the rest of this and i don't know why you guys are mad and i don't see color anyway it's just i mean because this wasn't an apology this actually was them him mocking the fuck out of people who are again speaking about real issues like why the fuck when black people have it's not like we come up with something every week that's different that we complain (laughs) about we have talked about this stuff for literal years decades and decades centuries like this is stuff that's been going on forever ever we've been talking about this all the time that's why i say you know what's gonna happen before you do it and you don't care so don't treat our 
our feelings and our concerns and our demands for respect as if it's like nothing and it shouldn't matter because it's art. Bitch, no. That's not the way the culture works. Right. It just isn't. You don't just have free reign to insert yourself into whatever culture because you admire it. No. No. And that's not just white people and black people. That's any culture. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You don't get to just go, well, I saw People Magazine have the nerve the other day to tweet some shit about put apples <laughs> in your guacamole. I said, somebody should sue y'all. Like, what? Mexico no already. No staff. Mexico already ain't fucking with us like that because of this dumbass out here running for motherfucking office talking about walls and shit. And now you have the nerve on Mexican, I heard it was like Mexican appreciation or independence or something like that. The month, Hispanic heritage, all of these things going on and you want bitches to put Apples. Why y'all always want to put fruit, raisins, and shit Black and stuff that is minding its business? No sweet. It don't need no sweet. That's it not what it's no about. Te- it don't need no crunchy. It don't need that from apple. Let Mexican food be Mexican food. Why y'all gotta white up the uh, white up guac? Guacamole oh, you know, is minding putting, its business. Why people be putting peas and macaroni and cheese and shit like that too? Though you just can never. Tell. Oh God, they want to put kernels and cornbread. Like, can't it just be cornmeal, bitch? Like, why you? Cornbread does not mean literal kernels of kernels. You don't have to put corn kernels in the White people so extra with everything. My God. (laughs) Then this bitch gets on Instagram again. Because I'm sure somebody called him and was like, well, girl, they have to buy the clothes. (laughs) Somebody was like, son, they are going to spend money. Like, you people need to purchase these things. So he posts this picture on Instagram. It's just all black with the white lettering. It says, I have read all your comments. <laughs> then the caption says, and I thank you for expressing your feelings. I apologize for the... Stay with me. Okay. I apologize for the lack of sensitivity unintentionally expressed by my brevity. I don't know who wrote this for her, but I love when they start going, getting over to thesaurus.com yes. and spicing it up so a bitch don't know what the <laughs> fuck they talking about. <laughs> don't worry, I'll break it down. I wholeheartedly believe in freedom of speech and freedom to express oneself through art, clothes, words, hair, music, everything. Of course, I do see color. C is in quotation marks. Why? Oh, he did put it in quotation marks? Know. Yes. But I do not discriminate. That is a fact. Please continue to express your feelings freely, but do it kindly. Nothing is gained from spreading hate by name-calling and bullying. So he's tired of y'all making fun of him for having his girls be wearing dreads. They was going to take out afterwards, whatever. But I just want to clarify that this is not an apology. No, it isn't. This is you saying, I'm sorry for the way that it sounded when I dragged y'all over <laughs> me being racist. <laughs> like that, And then he immediately gets right back into what he said yeah. before, but trying to say it in a nicer way. It doesn't change anything. And nobody said that you discriminated, bitch. They said that you got people out here looking the goddamn fool, wearing Negro hair, and they look stupid. And you made it worse. So you can keep... Keep it and your motherfucking black clothes and your watches and whatever the fuck else. I don't think I own anything by Marc Jacobs, so I should be good. But if I did, I'd be burning it. I just want you to know that, and I will make sure that I never purchase anything from you. Tommy Hilfiger to the bullshit. <laughs> also, <laughs> Jesus, you got four reads this week. I just want for the girls to leave me alone in one avenue. So I made some jokes about Alicia Keys because Alicia Keys posted a video of herself playing the piano. What did you do? With some like Pocahontas pigtails. (laughs) 
She's playing a remix to Timmy Turner by Designer that she called Tina Turner. It was a fool. It was? Yes. I was about to say, this sounds like it might have been lit. It, it was It was hilarious. Okay. But it was just like, Alicia's high and Alicia's having a great time. <laughs> we know high she is where Alicia stay. Like, I would be really surprised right. if Alicia doesn't smoke weed. Like... She just always seems no stoned as fuck. It ain't no way in hell. So we were joking about it, and I think I said something along the lines of, like, Alicia Keys always has a piano in her sports bra just in case. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I'm picturing this bitch pulling out a keyboard, screwing it together. Like, just, just, in hope, case just give you me never one know. minute, y'all. Like an Ikea piano that she just builds within five minutes. Whoa. But anyway, what I thought it was funny. <laughs> it was clearly funny. Um, so Swiss Beats tweeted me and said... <laughs> <laughs> Swiss Beats sent me a tweet and he said, take it easy, fam. And I responded by saying, uh... What does that mean? Take it easy? Like, leave his wife alone, I guess. But who was talking to you? Like... Okay, I guess. I, I mean, mean, I didn't think there was anything wrong with him defending his wife. I mean, no, I don't think he's, like, really going to run up on you, but that just seems like the type of comment, like, you could have... No, he laughed later. Oh, okay. You guys are friends. Uh, <laughs> the point is, I thought the shit was funny. But the read is, there were so many people after he tweeted that to me, which <sighs> I didn't even take offense to or feel like he was mad. I feel like he was just like, okay, whoa. You know what I'm saying? Like, like that's my wife. Right, boy. like, chill. Which I feel like is fair. I mean, yeah. Whatever. It didn't change the fact that I thought that the video was crazy and we were laughing our asses off about it. So, then a whole bunch of random Alicia Keys fans enter my mansions Ooh. talking to me about all of her accolades, the Grammys that she's won, the record sales that Songs and A Minor had, and the Diary of Alicia Keys, and how many, you know, how much Aretha Franklin uh, appreciates her, and how, you know, she had Beyonce on that song that she never released a music video for. And I'm just like, so? I know all this already like you we've all been around for alicia key's career she just started in like what 2000 2001 we've all been here for it. i was at i was there at the beginning yeah so we we've seen we remember the sleigh from songs in a minor and the and diary we know so my point is this you can be legendary you can be iconic you can be a genius you can be extremely talented and still do something crazy that we're gonna laugh at I am not taking anything away from Alicia Keys's musical genius I'm not taking anything away from her ability to play the fuck out of piano steel drums guitars triangles bongos whatever the fuck a piano tucked up in them titties <laughs> you wish it just felt appropriate at the time you said um, sports bra on purpose. That's why he told you to chill <laughs> on them lesbian chops. I think that's what it was. <laughs> I do think that's what it was. Woo! Every time I think about it, it just takes me out all over again. Anyway, Ooh, so shit. I had to basically tell these girls, like, I know that Alicia Keys is talented and I, I don't dislike her. Why can't I just make jokes? Like, why... <laughs> Oh, well, you would feel the same way if people did that to Beyonce. I didn't feel the same way when people were dragging the fuck out of Beyonce over those bangs she had. The, you remember the, a couple years them back when she had... Slightly asymmetrical bangs. Oh. The mid-forehead bangs. Like, if it's funny, it's funny. Like, and so, I'm oh, not... Dude, them bangs were a rough period for me as a stand. And I don't... Oh, man. Oh, I stayed in the Even house. now, I feel like 
when she had her when she had pictures taken of her, the bangs looked the way they were supposed to. But when everybody else took a picture of her, it was like the bangs just. I never. Liked it was them. really the bangs were tricky, man. They I didn't like them in any light lens. I did not like them at I, all. I, I had I my moments with them, but for the most part, I was so glad when she switched out that wig. <laughs> oh my god! When she uh, <laughs> and she didn't care that we thought they were ugly. Then she, it was like she was like, "Oh, y'all don't like them? I'm wearing an extra wig." And she may have not even like. She may have agreed, but she was like, "Oh, bitch, where well, you're not going? Oh, y'all, me oh, y'all, y'all gonna tell me that I can't." Oh, y'all forgot. You're gonna get into these bangs for an additional seven (laughs) days. Right. (laughs) See the niggas. I don't think that it's also hard to tell when we respect an artist and are laughing at them versus when we don't give a fuck about them at all. You know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like we've made jokes about tons of people that we enjoy and respect. And that's just the type... I don't have a problem saying that I think something looks crazy or sounds crazy and then the next day saying, oh, that person's dope and they're awesome because I'm allowed. (laughs) I don't feel like I need to be one-sided with anyone, even if you're talented as fuck or super awesome or crazy you know how many legendary chart topping ass motherfuckers are out here looking and sounding crazy on a daily basis Mm. and y'all laugh and don't say nothing about it so why can't i laugh at alicia keys making a tina turner remix to timmy turner uh, acoustic (laughs) like it's funny girl why we can't laugh no it's funny because you said that bitch had a piano in her sports bra that is what the fuck is both can be funny that's not even the point the point the is, imagery is Alicia Keys walking around the house in basketball shorts. I didn't say basketball shorts, bitch. You said that. <laughs> I said a sports brassiere, and all kinds of women wear sports bras. Thank you very much. Alicia could have just came from working out. Uh, yeah, but you meant it in a dyke way, and I love You don't it. know what I meant. Yes, I do. <laughs> anyway, I ended it by saying I'm getting off the internet and y'all going by in comments on iTunes now or something and I put some stupid gift and that's when Swiss Beats said like laughing my ass off or whatever and I was like see he gets that I'm joking it's you bitches who want to be out here arguing over Alicia Keys' rich ass with her motherfucking kids and her nigga at home who don't know you like you know stands niggas on the internet always ready to turn up when the people you actually talking about either don't care or roll their eyes or laughed at it too. Look at how much we make fun of Jennifer Hudson for being loud as fuck. <laughs> Do you think I would ever knock Jennifer Hudson for her talent? Or for the fact that that bitch no. can sing circles around no. several people? No. And the fact that that bitch is gorgeous? Like, she's just it loud. Is, it's it is, funny. You loud. When you loud, you loud, girl. <laughs> it's just you funny. You just are loud. <laughs> you talk about Alicia Keys and her relationship with Aretha Franklin. Aretha Franklin is another legend. And look at the dresses that she chooses to wear talking about beautiful gowns. From time to time, certain <laughs> things are just funny and we should be allowed to say it. And you should be allowed to laugh at it. Even <sighs> if it's you. That's it. I'm, you know, I'm just saying. Yes. Amen. That's it. I'm done. Well, now I have to go find this tweet about the sports bra because I will not. I did not delete it. Okay. Fantastic. I will find that immediately. Um, I just have two quick things. First, I want to remind white people, especially police officers, that black people don't do PCP. That's not us. I have never heard of that. That is, I think it was really popping in like the 70s or something. But Yeah, I didn't know people still did if it. If you're going to lie and say that people. a black man you shot had drugs on him, say something that isn't PCP because we don't. That's y'all. I've don't, literally never. We heard just of a don't black do that, especially no that. black man in his forties or fifties. He's not doing that shit, girl. Pe- the most I believe a black man have on him is some weed and maybe a couple black mouse. But 
a nigga in Tulsa don't have no PCP on him. Okay. Yeah, you know Tulsa better than me. I know a couple of niggas do coke. Oh, child. Oh, child. Tulsa niggas not even doing coke. Okay. Because in Tulsa, that's still for white people. So literally just weed. I just want to remind y'all to tell better lies. When you say that you thought he was reaching into his car for a weapon, you have to, you know, make sure you're taking into account the situation and realize that the window was rolled up and there's blood on it. So the idea that he was reaching inside of it to get a gun to shoot you doesn't make sense. He can't do that when the window's rolled up, girl. And the man is, there's multiple videos, multiple viewpoints of him standing there and you shot him. Anyway, quick reminder, white people, we don't do your drugs. So just come up with better lies. But my read this week. Oh, you forgot the lie about the thinking that gun was a taser. Oh, right, right, right. And she mistook her her gun for her taser, which is surprising because her partner recognized his taser and fired his taser. But you just, you just, I mean, and and y'all keep telling this lie like tasers and guns feel the same in the hand and they they don't weigh the same. You're a fucking police officer. If you can't tell the difference, Betty, and the fact that this bitch's name is Betty just sends me over the moon. But I don't want to... Just get a job at Big Lots. I'm not. <clears throat> I'm just reminding white people right now to tell better lies. Just do better. PCP, we don't do. I don't know it. Now, what I want to talk about this week, this was going to be my read before this stuff in Tulsa and Charlotte popped off. But um, you people who don't fly on a regular basis. <sighs> let me explain something to y'all. This whole process, being on an airplane, cross-country flights, it's annoying. Nobody's having a good time. Nobody in coach, nobody in economy is having a good time. That's right. <laughs> Maybe economy plus, but that's pushing it. So You are right. Just, <laughs> you satisfactory. <laughs> so I was coming back from the Emmys on Monday, landed at JFK, and I'm in row 32 so that means there's probably 48 rows on this bus, right. this flying bus. Yes. So I'm towards the back. Right. So I already know as soon as the plane lands, I might as well just sit here because I ain't going nowhere. Because right. I'm in row 32, not right. row 2. You know? Okay. So I'm sitting here. It's probably a good 10, 15 minutes. The plane is slowly clearing out. I fly all the time so I know how this works. People are standing up like they always do in the aisle, just trying to be the first I've one. I've always off the plane. been confused. People about that. always do that. Like, girl, you can stand for the next twenty minutes if you want to, but Why? I'm gonna stay seated right here, right? Because you standing right there doesn't mean you're getting off this plane before I <laughs> like you're not going anywhere. So you I mean, maybe you just you might just be ready to stand. And after five hours on a plane, I get it. But there are laws of physics at play here and you simply cannot just whoosh your way past a plane full of people if you need to get off the plane as soon as it lands you're gonna have to pay for a first class or business class ticket or upgrade to the bad bitch and economy section you're gonna have to do something that puts you closer to the front of the plane because they're just when you are at the back of the plane you are getting off last (laughs) why do we have to explain this to people so let me tell you we sitting i'm sitting here thinking you know is shake shack still open because a bitch really could use some right now in that jf and flying to jfk the number one reason i don't mind jfk multiple shake 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 shacks that's right in terminal four but anyway (laughs) anyway my fat ass so and and they have breakfast too but anyway (laughs) Because I'm going to JFK in the morning. I just remember. 
Oh, I'll be a LaGuardia. But uh, anyway, that's not the point. Yeah. So I'm sitting here. I'm at the window, like I always am. So mm-hmm. it's two. It's two white people in the row with me, and then two white girls ahead of me. So two white girls ahead of me are getting up and getting off the plane, but. You know how sometimes when the plane is super packed, sometimes you don't get to put your stuff right above where you're sitting. Yeah. So one of the girls had to go back two rows to get her bag out of the overhead. So annoying. If you're in that situation, the best thing to do if you're in that person's way is just turn around and help any way you can. Right. If you can lift the bag and pass it to them, it's not too heavy or whatever. Just get it to them so we can get the fuck off the plane. It makes it so easy. Just get, I know you don't want to help because it's against American rules to be kind to others. But just do whatever you have to do to get that person the fuck off the plane because they're in front of you so this white girl is trying to get her stuff out of the overhead compartment and these two foreigners i don't know what country they're from but they were white oh scotland because i saw the gate they were going to (laughs) but they were antsy and like really in a rush because they were about to miss they flight back to edinburgh or whatever the fuck and the man the male the husband of the couple was like so agitated about this that he just started bum rushing these white girls like literally put his head down and had his arm up and was like move move and just kept saying move and trying to push back and you know I had my headphones on so I was like white (laughs) white people and they feelings none of my business but then they started hollering so I said let me just do something for womankind right now so I took my headphones off and I'm like what's the issue because the flight attendants are up at the front trying to get everybody the fuck off the plane and this man is like, we need to go. We need to go. We have a connection. We have a connection. I said, sweetie, the whole fucking plane is full of people who need to go and have connections. That isn't how this works. You still don't get to just push past these girls like they don't exist. Like they're physically still right in front of you. And not only are they in front of you, but they two rows in front of you, which means I'm in front of you, which means you're not getting off this plane before they do or oh, I do. <laughs> So you being so mad right now and in such a rush to make your connection when, I mean, it's understandable what what, what you should have done 30 seconds ago was just turn around and help get that girl her fucking bag if you needed to get off the plane that fucking fast. You cannot just act like there are no physical bodies in front of you. Like there are people physically, literally in front of you. You do not get to vaporize and then materialize again at the front of the plane and walk off. such limited room. That is part of the shittiness of being on an airplane. And so, you know, white girls, they're not finna take no blatant disrespect. You bet your white ass. Especially from somebody who ain't American. So, (laughs) and you know, I'm really not for the go back to your own country or whatever shit that people do. Like, I feel like that's really gross. That's what he wanted to do. (laughs) Right. I mean... I mean, and girl, you're you're not helping because going back to his own country. And that's what they started doing. A bunch of like, you don't get to yell at us. This is America, bro. And if I am not off the plane yet, then there's nothing you could do about it. So I'm stuck between a rock and a hard place. So I'm like, technically, these bitches are correct. And I don't appreciate the way this man is hollering at them and trying to shove through them. And now I'm sticking up for them. So he hollering at me. And I'm like, well, now you really got the wrong black bitch. Like, I'm really not the one. And then some token behind him speaks up and is like, the girls just need to get off the plane. I said, would you get off the plane without your fucking bag? And so he just looks at me and says, you just gotta get off the plane, man. Get off the plane. I said, would you get off the plane without your bag, though? Honestly. Who gets off the plane without their bag because people behind them are in a rush to get off the plane? You niggas don't fly. And that's fine. <laughs> you don't fly. And you feel like it should be first come, first served or, you know, just whenever you're ready to get off Whoever's the plane, fastest. a door should open and just maybe somebody should prop open a window and let you slide on out. Like, girl, this isn't 
It just simply is not how it works. If the rest of you would just take into account that you are on a fucking airplane, things work differently. You have to fall in line and operate so that the rest of us can. This process should not have to be difficult. This should be so much more smooth. Like, but you trying to insist that you somehow magically just zoom past 15 rows of people and get off as soon as the plane lands just isn't going to work, girl. You brought a broke bitch, seat, broke bitch seat just like the rest of us. You're in the back of the fucking plane. It's just what happens. This, this isn't Southwest. Only Southwest lets the people in the backboard first. Yeah, that's true. That's not the, this isn't how this works. So I just want all of you who are not used to getting on an airplane on a regular basis to just maybe Google some tips on how to be a great passenger <laughs> or just like think, you know, best practices and tools, something to equip you on your airplane flights because y'all just don't know how the fuck this works. They need to start getting on the microphones and saying, look, we're going to be pulling up to the gate in just a few minutes. We would suggest that the further back you are, the calmer your ass is. I mean, really, <laughs> like, if you're not in the first 10 rows, you might as well just relax every time because y'all who stand and there's so many of y'all who think because you stand up first that means you can just walk right on off the plane and then you get agitated and annoyed and be all frustrated and exasperated and sighing all big because every time you get ready to move the people in the row in front of you get up hello because they not dummy bitches who are gonna stand up while the whole fucking plane gets off and then get up no bitch i'm gonna stay right here in the seat i paid for until it's time for me to get off the plane and you know what you're gonna do sit there and be mad about it when you are in the back if you stand up at that point when they get to the gate or whatever you're gonna be on your feet for a solid 15 to 20 minutes sometimes some of y'all hear that ding that means take your seat belts off i always hear click 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 and I'd be the one still sitting there listening to motherfucking Trick Daddy or something. The like, only thing I do when the plane first land is take it off airplane mode. That, that's it. Like, that let's is see it, if girl. somebody texts me first something I got to respond to. Because first you got to taxi your way up to the gate. That could take forever, depending on how busy the airport is. And then you got to wait to get the fuck off the plane. So you're you coming into JFK. Open up them doors. And JFK from LAX, it's a sold out flight. It ain't no seats on this fucking plane, girl. After the Emmys. Do you know what? The, after the fucking Emmys. That means you're going to have to take your time and wait your fucking turn. I'm sorry. Just so tired. Oh, you fucking whiny ass babies. I'll be so glad when vacation, excuse me, vacation and travel season is over because y'all just doing the most in the airport. And it just doesn't have to be this way. Just a little bit of sense would take you a long way. That's it. I'm done. I'd appreciate that as well because I already get antsy. I'm Because, I mean, once y'all start hollering at me, it's really going to be a problem. It was really an issue. And a plane is probably like top three places that you're not trying to argue. I said I'm not going to, I'm not going to fight with y'all because. That girl's going to get her bag and get off the plane, and then I'm going to get off in front of both of you. <laughs> so, <laughs> I don't know. But at, in the end, that little man did squeeze past them girls and get off the plane, and then stood there in that whole little jetway part, waiting for his wife to get off. So you did all that extra. When I walked off the plane and saw him standing there, I said, you dumb bitch. And I don't think he understood because he was Scottish or whatever. But I said, you dumb bitch. You did all that and then still sat here and waited for your wife? What the fuck was the point? If you was going to wait for her anyway, you might as well just stood on the plane with her and waited for y'all's turn to get off. Why wouldn't he understand that? Instead of people don't speak English? I don't know. Well, he looked at me like he didn't understand, you stupid bitch. So oh, okay. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. If that if bitch is not a cuss word they use, but he looked at me like <laughs> like he didn't understand what I'm saying. I'm like, so if you was just gonna sit out here and wait for her anyway, if you wasn't gonna go to the gate without her, then what was the point of all the shenanigans? What was the point? 
You could have just sat your ass right there on the plane and waited for her to get off. Because that's what you're doing. Because if you anyway. was going to miss your flight back there, you're going to miss your flight regardless. And now, I saw they were. Still. They were trying to get to their flight. I saw them hustling to the gate. And I understand the frustration. But again, you being frustrated does not change the the way things simply are. <laughs> they just are this way. There just are people in front of you. I don't have to wait to get off a plane when I'm in first class or in like the economy, the yeah. premium. You know, when Delta will charge you like an extra $60 and you yeah. can get in a seat with like real leg room and all that. That's the only time you can hurry up and get off the plane. Every other time, you are at the mercy of the people in front of you. I don't get up. In fact, I will sit down and sometimes I'll let like maybe five rows behind me go just so I don't even have to deal with nobody looking at me as I get up right in front of them because they will be acting like, mm-hmm. oh, well, I'm hustling and how dare you stand up right in front of me because it's my turn. Right. It's my turn to get off. I'm standing up right. And they look mad too. Right. That's what I'm saying. they've been standing the whole time. But that shit's on Nobody asked small. you to do that. I'm in row 32. You're in row 35. Guess who's getting off this plane first? <laughs> Guess, just guess, guess. It's I me, just girl. Don't know how you can. <laughs> so that wraps up this week's episode of the Read. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Tumblr, all that. At this is the Read. Oh God, is this shit two hours? Again, how? Well, that's okay because we got six more minutes to get out of here, and then I'll be home in time to catch Blackish. So this is the Read dot com. Um, do you have any news this week? Yeah. I don't think I know. Oh, fuck. Yes, we do have news this week. Um, the news is somewhere. <laughs> I have it on my phone. I thought that it was in a text, but apparently it is. It is in a text. No, it's not. Yes, it is. Well, why don't I have it? Do oh, you? it's in a text to both of us. Oh, my God. That makes way more sense. <laughs> so, new redates. <laughs> The Read Live is coming to L.A. on November 4th. Oh, man. And Boston on December 4th and Miami on December 17th. That's right. Miami on December 17th. Ooh, that's going to be great. I mean. I can't. For the weather alone, I cannot wait. In Dece- on December 17th. In fact, Boston, I don't know how we agreed to go up north in December, but that'll be our last northern show before It is a April. same day. We're literally coming back the same day. So. <laughs> yes, so new dates, Los Angeles, Boston, and Miami. We are coming to your cities. Tickets at thereadlive.com on sale. I believe it's Friday, right? Friday at noon Eastern time. That's right. So if you see anything on Instagram or the like for this and it is not Friday noon at Eastern time yet don't ask why the website ain't up or the link isn't active because it isn't ready it goes live at a time and that is Friday 12 noon Eastern so if you want to come see and be ghetto with us there you go also um, uh, Furious Thoughts Live the comedy tour that I'm doing also still has tickets left I think for LA and Chicago, I think New York has still got a couple of tickets left, too. So you can go to KidFuryLive.com if you want to see some stand-up. Um, and that's real soon, too. Woo! So Yay! Events. I think that's all we uh, have. I don't think I have anything else. Thanks so much, Derek, and everybody over at Drunk History for letting me come to the Emmys and have a good time. I had a great time. So... 
Yeah, that's it. Do we have an acronym this week? Or we do? Oh, and thank you, Fran, for inviting me to the screening of Queen of Cotway, um, Lupita Nyong'o's new movie. Oh, very, that. very good. It is good. So I would, I would, I'm actually going to spend money on that movie when it comes out again on the 30th. So make sure y'all go check that out because it is excellent. And... Yeah. All right. Well, I'm going home to watch Blackish, and I'm going to Puerto Rico in the morning. Oh my God! What? You going to Puerto Rico? Yeah, me and Dustin. What? How do I not know? What? Okay. You know what? I'm we're we're gonna go so that I can yell about this. We'll see y'all next week. Cool. For 25 years, Mike's has been making lemonade the hard way. Mike's Hard Lemonade. Hard days deserve a hard lemonade. Mike's is hard. So is prison. Don't drive drunk. Premium all beverage with flavors. All registered trademarks used under license by Mike's Hard Lemonade Company, Chicago, Illinois. Three great words. Free fries Friday. Especially when they're used in that exact order. Get a free medium fries with $1 minimum purchase. Valid one time on Friday. Participating McDonald's through 12 31 Excludes tax. Must update rewards.